0: First time in a long time, but back like I, I never left. Taking the things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch we burn down everything. BDE on a TV
1: set. When I'm in control on your roll, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on the post wrestling feed postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we are live. YouTube.com slash. Post-wrestling. Hello, postmarks. Postmarks, up-necksperts. next, And friends. Friends. NXT friends, oh, yes. NXT. It's Tuesday night. We may be the only people in the world who watched NXT tonight because I, I, there, was, there was the hockey playoffs. Yeah, yeah I, I recorded the
0: game. Don't tell me anything. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell yeah, me anything. Wearing your
1: Leafs jersey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could, I, we didn't watch the game. I could tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Leafs are in the playoffs. It always goes well. It always goes great. Uh yeah, lots of real sports, or as as we call them fake sports, really. Mm-hmm. Uh not the not so important ones, but for some reason people probably chose that over NXT tonight. And I understand. But we still stuck it out and we watched NXT here tonight. We're gonna talk all about it and go through everything because next week, I know it's it's April. Next week is spring spring breaking. Spring rippin' chicken. Spring breakin'. Uh I know some pe- people's spring break was probably like a month ago, but nope, we're doing it next week. Our spring break
0: was like this this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. The <laughs> weather was can, crazy. Can
0: I just, did I dream or did the other day, we uh, we were in like shorts, Hawaiian shirts, yeah. we climbed the CN Tower, we got drunk on a patio and then went to see Impact Wrestling. And then it was did snowing today. Because I went to work and it was snowing yeah. today.
1: Oh, man yeah we have a lot to, to talk we about we do yeah we have a lot to talk about shout out post wrestling Tang, john pollock Davey and i joined both those lads as we climbed the cn tower mm. here in toronto just outside our apartment and we climbed 144
0: flights yeah 1776 steps recorded there was then like this cheeky extra 10 flights after that was the worst they're
1: like hey you did you it guys did it. thanks anyways here's 12 more the- flights." Yes. <laughs> i was gasped bro i was like sorry what? what couldn't this be part of the the thing but yeah uh i didn't die i survived yeah so that was good uh you killed it you did it in like 18 minutes 18 minutes 20 seconds wow that's crazy i did in 30 so i felt like i'm f- i was fine so yeah. i'm good uh, I wasn't the last in our group either so there we go I didn't lose
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we paid that guy yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't know who that guy was no <laughs> we just wanted you to feel good yeah. but yeah uh, beat them by 3 minutes. Uh, so I felt good about that. Uh no, we felt good because we saved some animals. We saved pandas. The WWF. Yeah, yeah, this was a sponsored event. Uh because of some of our listeners and some of our friends and family, we raised like over $1,000 and plus and stuff and we all of us donated our gifts back. We did. So yes. we're true animal lovers here and uh we it was cool to climb the same. It Tower. was great.
0: Like I uh we, we kind of found out at the same time about a week ago that we were doing this. So yeah. didn't really we- do much training, but I think the little we did kinda helped. Um and yeah, we just uh felt really good after. We went for a nice breakfast after. I couldn't stop eating after on that right. day. Like yeah. it was after doing all that in the morning. And then it was great. We went out and anytime we had like, I don't know, a nice bartender, we we're like I saved a panda today. Yeah, we got treated like We got treated
1: nice all day. We both <laughs> so when you when you do it you get you do get like Apparently, like I don't know, stuffed animals and stuff like that. We yeah. all said no, like just keeping the donations and yeah. stuff. But you do, you get a shirt. So we all got WWF shirts, the classic panda. I wish it was the one with the chin, mm. but uh so we both then wore them out to Impact Wrestling Rebellion later. With that night. nice hip bands. Yeah, we so. took those off, but yeah, yeah, we were wearing the the shirts, and everywhere we went, people were like, "Wow, you guys did the client today," and they just were treating us like we were just. Just the best. So we had a long day. No, we, it was a fun day. We exercised a lot by climbing the CN Tower, and yep. we got a great view. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people... Someone Someone puked in the stairwell when I was climbing. Yeah. It was crazy. It was nuts. The, that, that wasn't there when I...
0: So it was someone... It was probably John. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He was by himself for a little bit there, yeah. so I feel like that was probably him. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, next year, we can already put our name in the hat for doing it again. But we all know what... what time we want to break, break yeah time, yeah we. i could i could definitely you want to shave off a minute or yeah something? i could definitely shave off a bunch now that i know yeah. how it works and stuff like that and uh you know when to take my puffers mm. <laughs> while climbing uh but it was it was so much fun yeah, and, it. and it was something that i would like definitely recommend for people to do see i i can't run like doing 10ks and stuff like that i just would walk which right. is just i walk anyway so it's yeah. not that exciting climbing and like an iconic you know yeah. Part of this city where I'm from, like it was pretty cool. Thing is, I would say the the
0: view at the top wasn't as like I mean I've been up there before, yeah. but you get to the top and you just go, Oh, there's a lot of sweaty people breathing yeah. in this like glass yeah. uh like dying out thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's like, oh. Yeah, kind of gross, but we saved animals. But we did. Yeah. So then we we yeah we had I mean, we had some breakfast mm. and then me and you chilled. We wandered the city. We continued walking around and uh, it was gorgeous out. It felt like summer, even though it's only April here in Toronto. We we then went to Rebellion. Well, we bar hopped quite a lot. Went to a few patios in the in the sun and
0: yeah. Ap- apparently, I listened to. Uh, the Johns talk about rebellion. It sounds like it was a good show. I can't really say. You were the, yeah, you were there. I was there. I can't really say <laughs> I remember much.
1: Yeah, I, I was there. We, we, we were drinking a lot and we met up with so many different friends. Shout out Jeremy, Big Tom, Bri, Jen, the, yeah. the classic lot. John, WH was there. Uh, but, um, Yeah, Impact is still just Impact. We got a huge pop, apparently, because after the show, so many people were coming up to us being like, oh, you guys made us laugh, because I don't know if it was me or you. I think it was you. It's something we say to each other often. Like, this guy's name's Steve.
0: Oh, go on, Steve. Go on,
1: Steve. (laughs) So we just kept going, like, Steve for Steve Macklin. And people were like, yeah, like, the guy's name's Steve, I get. But, like, you guys were killing me. So, like, I I don't remember that. but
0: I I remember uh, calling for Steve. Yeah. It's WH's favorite, is least Steve?
1: Right, yeah. Uh, there was some good stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed it, but like, you
0: know. I, honestly, I was, uh, I had fun there, yeah. but yeah. the wrestling was a second part of it. I had a nice day. There was wrestling on in the background at a nightclub I went to. That's how it kind of felt. Yeah, the, like, I, like Rebel like, is some, a rave Some things joy, I yeah. saw was like, Really good, but I can't say I really took much in of the show. I will say the the venue is cool. By that time,
1: yeah, I remember uh, we went outside for a smoke before the show ended, and D'Lo Brown walked by.
0: Oh yeah, you lost your mind.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I'm like listening to you or someone (laughs) talk and tell a story, and I'm just kind of like. Turning and I had a joint in my hand and I turned and all of a sudden I'm face to face with D'Lo Brown and I'm like yo you're D'Lo Brown I love you and he's like Th- thanks and I'm like no like you're awesome hey thanks and he's like thanks and then I was just like guys no, it's D'Lo Brown <laughs> the, the thing was
0: we weren't in the public area I know our friend bought us yeah, out I know and then you were screaming
1: yeah. yo you're D'Lo Brown he he then like laughed with me and he was like ah and I'm like hey, and then I was like hey like. You know, have a good night. Like, I'm not going to just like start asking you questions about, you know, the Rumble 2000 or anything like that. Just like, hey, have a good night. And then he, he started walking by and I was like, yo, D-Lo, hit the lowdown. And he laughed and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out D-Lo, Bound. Love D-Lo gotta do a best match ever D-Lo. Yeah, that that, that might be the most I've ever seen you
0: like fanboy.
1: It was just, it was literally just because like, I'm like not taught, I'm just like chilling and then like I turn and literally like almost nose to nose Mm -hmm. with someone like, oh, he almost startled me and I was like, oh, it's D-Lo Brown. Hey, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Big fan. I saw Lance Storm walk by, didn't want to, didn't want to bother the people working, but, I uh, like Impact is, is doing pretty well with like the roster. Some of the people they have on the roster are yeah, great. They've got,
0: they've got some good people now. And uh, I did like the setup. I thought it looked pretty cool there. Yeah. Especially where we moved to, we had like these, uh, these like. Booths like couches. I mean, it we is watching wrestling in couches. It's one of the
1: biggest clubs like in North America, yeah. not just Toronto. Like, it's, it is. I, I've been there for many concerts and different events, and like, it is a top notch like area mm. for a, an event like that. So it is pretty cool. But yeah, uh, impact. They're coming back for some shows, uh, later, but I think it's the same day as All In. Uh, oh, in like late August. So, okay. Don't know if we'll be going to that one, but, but yeah, uh, we had some fun going to it. was just a long day. We climbed the CN tower and then went to some wrestling and, and then, ended up at karaoke you probably don't remember that no i i do remember going uh you sang I, ray mysterio's triple a theme I, I song did,
0: i did sing ray mysterio for AAA those who get that song.
1: joke you had to have listened to our best match ever part two yeah. on the patreon of ray mysterio uh but yeah what was the song erase erase little respect yeah yeah good shit uh no
0: i i remember the day it was just like yeah it was long
1: just a long day i was i'm still exhausted
0: from it to be honest because I closed the bar the night before. Yeah, we had a yeah. summer for like four days last week. And so work was crazy. Yeah. And then closed Saturday night
1: and got up three hours later to climb a tower and then get drunk all day. Climb a <laughs> like tower. <it> was- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did a lot. But we yeah. saved the animals. And we're going to do it again. Next year we'll have an after party. Yeah. i have everything set. We'll book out a bar. <laughs> play the best of WWE while celebrating the WWF.
0: Sounds good. I hope it's same weather next Yeah,
1: year. yeah. Well, the weather's coming good. So for those, any any people looking for some good weather this summer in Toronto, Forbidden Door weekend would be the the weekend. I've heard it's going to be beautiful that weekend. <laughs> months months yeah. from now, but it's probably going to be really beautiful. I think it's going to be June in Toronto yeah. is usually really, really nice. Just before we move on to everything,
0: that the the thing I found funny about the tower was they had paramedics like every 10 floors. <laughs> but they had like... I swear they had paramedics on the fifth floor. Yeah. I'm like, if you've really Yeah. Like climbed five? If you've climbed five and passed out, like you really didn't think what you're doing here. Yeah. Do you reckon it's like tiers? So like the veterans are on like floor one thirty, but then at the beginning it's someone who just got their first aid
1: training yesterday, some eighteen year old? You'd put those you at the very top to deal with the No,
0: they're at the bottom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh, I noticed that people were puking. I noticed that there was paramedics, but for the most part, like it was other people that slow you down too. Cause mm. they're like slowly walking. So I'm like, okay, next oh, you, time you've got to,
0: you were, I was doing the overtaken.
1: Yeah. And you got I, to I, do I learned Excuse that. Excuse me. Yeah. On your left. I feel like this is how, now I'm going to just get into exercising. Yeah. This is how w- it starts. What's your
0: goal? Let's next year. Yeah. Let's put it. Oh, there. I could
1: take five minutes off.
0: So what was your time? 30.03. 30.03.
1: So 25.03.
0: Yeah
1: yeah i could do that i think all right yeah book it cool yeah i want to take two off that should be that's good Could i do 15 do it in 15 that's what was the record that day was ten. yeah which is pretty crazy record and the last was like seven. 144 or something yeah yeah <laughs> was it the guy with one leg <laughs> i don't think it was it's probably the puka yeah oh oh yeah it's gonna slow you down isn't it <laughs> <laughs> or make you faster lighter on your on your toes mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things related to to wrestling that's going on. Obviously, uh, John away covering Monday Night Raw, but uh, I saw that next week Bad Bunny is returning. I feel like that's going to get a big bump because Backlash in Puerto Rico is sold out. Just
0: in a couple of weeks, yeah, yeah
1: that's going to be like a pretty big party. Bad Bunny like just headlining Coachella, and and he looked fine since he took that table bump yeah. from Damian Priest performing there. But uh, I think that's pretty big for WWE. Uh, for him, coming yeah back i imagine they it. they're announcing the match next week i would think yeah
0: um they've already done the angle really so yeah that's that's huge uh looking forward to backlash actually i think it should be uh that match especially should be pretty fun
1: well keep talking because i'm gonna restart yeah okay this, uh... <laughs> um
0: yeah well, well we normally go live every sunday at 2 p.m uh on our feed on poison rana pod to kind of talk all about the week's news in wrestling. We didn't go live this week because we, uh, we climbed the tower, but I think something we maybe should kind of mention that we haven't really talked about on any of our shows yet is the latest with the, uh, the extra AEW show and CM
1: Punk, um, looks like he's coming back. And everyone it, says, looks like he's coming, like, that's been the talk since like he's been gone. Right. Yeah. But I think now it's, you're getting kind of, uh, Talks of discussions with
0: talent, and um and there's been a meeting with him and Jericho apparently. And the sound is this AEW collision on Saturdays. Uh, could be perhaps a bit of a a soft roster split with CM Punk being on that show on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, pretty pretty weird. Like if a lot of people are reporting this, so like c- clearly this collision thing was something that came out a while ago. Mm. With the name and everything, where people are like, oh, that's clearly a show that they're going to do, but. Now having it, like, the the story being, oh, Punk's going to lead this and this. That's so lame. Like, what? That's just odd. And th- can't say, like, more wrestling's what we need already from them. Like, worry about your other three shows before you... Five shows. Six shows. All yeah. access. I don't even watch that. It's you money, know, like, though, isn't
0: it? like it's, I guess. It's a, it's a kind of endorsement of, in them from Warner that they're like, hey, we want you to do another two hours and stuff. I imagine... Rampage is going to become even more of an afterthought than yeah. it already is. But this is... It's a two-hour show on primetime Saturday night. That's going to be something they're going to put a lot behind. So obviously having a CM Punk on that would help. I don't know if you need to do a a roster split, though. Like, if, you, if you're yeah. really trying to separate these talents, couldn't you... Yeah. Maybe mainly do Punk on this Saturday show, but sometimes you could flip it over and have him on Dynamite one week and the Elite on the other or whatever, but you kind of think eventually they're going to have to get together at some point, you know?
1: Yeah. It's so, it's so bizarre. I'm hoping that this collision might be like what we've kind of, as fans have been talking about, like how their buy-in or zero hour, like is just an always permanent show, like a Sunday night heat, mm-hmm. right? Where it's also clips of the shows when it's not, it's no, it, this is, this gonna be is a just dynamite. a straight up show it's a
0: two hour live show on a Saturday.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's another dynamite.
1: That's but like they're gonna continue that rampage and this show. Well, I imagine it would be probably you go to Dynamite and it's Dynamite with a Rampage
0: taping, and you go to Collision and it's this with a ROH taping or something like that. Right, is what I'd imagine. Okay,
1: they'd do. right, man, yeah, maybe so kind of I- kind of odd if it is the the whole split thing because you'd figure it's they've got something cooking up at this point. Like you'd figure someone no, like they know what their, their big moves are leading into this summer with huge tours of not just like the U S but now Canada and doing all in, you know, with 50,000 plus people already signing up for tickets. Like they're, they have something cooking up and it's probably punk versus Kenny or elite it's versus FTR punk punk. on the
0: show. I would think. Yeah. unless he breaks his leg jumping off stage yeah, or something.
1: that'll yeah. be in the match in the yeah match? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah for sure just,
0: just yeah. do our wembley punk but yeah, uh, yeah yeah it looks like he's coming back which is exciting it's been a a weird year but i can't say i'll be mad about seeing him back
1: yeah i just like t- for them to just ignore it and do some sort of split like or is that sort of like kayfabe part of the story like where i, I don't know but uh would just like to see him back because it would do good for aew and for just wrestling people Love this guy so mm. much, and some people hate him, and you know what? That works too. So it bringing does, him yeah. back in the mix would be pretty cool. It's all people want to talk about, which is crazy. Like all people ever talked about for seven years was, "Yo, is CM Punk gonna come back?" This this mf'er did it again. And yeah. Which which I know there's those people out there. We've been to a lot of wrestling shows in the past few days, the past few weeks. It's a work, bro. It's a work. Like I see what you're saying, because like yeah, we're talking about him all the time, but mm-hmm. I don't see it that way. <laughs> but however, smart worker, <laughs> there's ways it can be both smart worker well, who might not know, be working. like yeah, exactly. I don't it's
0: know. not a work, but you can work and not work while we're getting work, you turn to it, a it, shoot, exactly, brother. Yeah, yeah you want to list off uh,
1: <laughs> the brothers of Drillistico and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jeez, yeah.
0: Um, but then also we've got the the draft coming up, the uh, yeah, it's WWE draft, which. I don't know, they do this every now and then and um, they kind of stick to it for a bit and then it kind of fades out after a while. Uh, but then I was kind of reading uh, stuff today about maybe this is kind of more of a a beginning of Triple H's era, where okay. he's been using the kind of the draft that Vince had and now it's a way to shake things up a bit and maybe that's some of your people you've seen on the bit of a back burner before where this is their start. And I am i do like that they're doing this not in the build of a pay-per-view like it's backlash and then this i'm pretty sure okay Whereas before they've done it like right before survivor series or right to a build of SummerSlam, which is like uh so i don't know maybe a fresh bit of a fresh roster could be a good thing
1: yeah the thing with what i've checked in on WWE for the past year which there has been good stuff mm. there still has been bad stuff but there has been good stuff but I see the same people on all the shows every mm. week and promoting this and that. So I I do think that was working because sometimes a big name does help boost ticket sales or TV ratings mm. here and then and when you go, Hey, actually Roman's on raw tonight or the bloodlines on smack like vice versa. Right. So I do find it odd that like, okay, well now are we going to go back to, you have to stay on those shows. It is tough when there's the double champ and stuff like that. But I I think like I, I've kind of liked how it's
0: worked where you have had your, Two rosters, but certainly over WrestleMania season, they've like relaxed it a lot. But having your kind of floating champion—that's what they originally did. Yeah, when when they very first did the split back back. in what O two or three, whatever it was, they had your floating champion. And I think having that with your your men's, your tag, and maybe even your women's, if you unify them, you can keep your stars on both shows and satisfy both. But then when you look at your next tier. Like your your Gunthers. Now your IC title actually means something for the first time in forever. This is true. You can freshen up his opponents and that kind of thing. And maybe cycle in some new people for stories or start new factions right. or whatever. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see. This is the first kind of Triple H draft, if you will. We'll see. Even though people are maybe, how much is Vince involved or not? Yeah, well, I am sort of a little uh, optimistic for it.
1: Especially we cover NXT. I would imagine we're getting, we've, we talked about it a few weeks going now. Like you imagine there's going to be lots of people brought in. Call-ups. Absolutely. Like, like being teased. Yeah. Hinting at things we were joking about before. So like, yeah, uh, it definitely kind of does make sense. And you would see some, uh, call-ups, uh, because I mean, we, we got a heel Trish Stratus on Monday night raw that, that needs some, some fresh opponents and a Roxy Trish match, could be like squeaky clean twenty what 21 twenty-one twenty-two year old Roxanne versus Heel Cowboy classic Trish well, Stratus. I, I'm
0: thinking now we've got uh uh Tombstone Brock yeah. against uh Die Jack seeking for justice. Yeah, right? Like, they, they could be
1: in the same group. Yeah. They they wear the same jackets. The the cowboy hard justice was, is their movie, isn't it? Right. Which is hard justice. <laughs> <laughs> Bro- yeah, if they make a Tombstone remake, Brock is definitely in it. Yeah. He's no sweaty Val, but <laughs> g- good movie. And if you like that movie, you can check out our review on our Patreon from a few months back. Uh, but Brock Lesnar given given me vibes. Yeah, like Bro- Braun Breaker versus Brock Lesnar. I'm actually really excited about Brock versus Cody. I didn't like the way they like initiated it, but the match itself is is big, and that's backlash. Like that's I think that's a huge match. Obviously. Could have been a bit better story if Cody had the strap.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I am getting there. Like I was, I was definitely one of those. Uh, and WrestleMania was only a couple of weeks ago, but I was one of those people. Oh, let it. Let's see where it goes. And it does feel like the Bloodline are kind of treading the same water they have been for the last couple of months. They're still talking about Sammy and Kevin problems and that kind of thing. And it's like ah, maybe it would have been more interesting for them to go into that story of the Bloodline without the titles and then Cody as his first offense against Brock Lesnar feels pretty huge for the yeah strap. but but we'll see where it goes I'm sure they could bring certain things back but yeah I am definitely watching going yeah this could feel bigger with the title
1: it's still a still a big match first time ever I, I imagine Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam or next year at WrestleMania at this point I think SummerSlam right yeah uh, well, I hope SummerSlam, because we got our tickets. We do. And we are going, so anyone uh looking for the biggest party of the summer, it's obviously going to be with us wherever we end up. And we are... uh
0: And shout out Daniel Garcia.
1: Shout out, shout out Daniel Garcia, because if you listen to our show, you may have heard us talk about a story of when we went to Buffalo for Dynamite. And uh, we booked a hotel. Shout out to Hilton Garden. And Davey thought it would be very funny and cheeky to... You know when you book a hotel in the... In the area that's like, hey, is there anything else we could do for you? And what did you write in this? Says
0: there's any special requests. And I said, yes, I would really love uh, a picture on display of local Buffalo professional wrestler, Daniel Garcia. It would really make my trip really quite special. And completely forgot about that. Yeah. Show up to the hotel and on my bed. Is a picture Picture of of Daniel Daniel Garcia.
1: Garcia. (laughs) And then you
0: walk into your room and...
1: Yeah, you did the same thing for my room, but you put uh, Butcher in the Blade. Yeah. Because we were in Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo kids, right? So we were having a... We were like, this is hilarious. So you took a photo of it and you put it on Twitter. And it blew up a little bit with lots of wrestling fans and wrestlers kind of, I don't know if Garcia actually, Garcia, we got to make sure you liked it. Yeah, I think you right? liked it. So like we got a lot of people, like maybe hundreds of people liking and sharing mm. this like funny story and photo that the Hilton Garden got wind of it because you tagged them that they, they said to us, that was a lot of free promotion you did for us. So what did they do?
0: They gave us a couple of free nights at Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah, so So we
1: decided to use them. I looked up in Detroit, (laughs)
0: and it's like a four-minute walk from Ford Field.
1: So thank you, Daniel Garcia. So
0: we booked that, and then I'm like, oh, it's the pre-sale right now. Saw a couple of nice seats for SummerSlam. (laughs) I was like, Brain, we're going to SummerSlam.
1: Yeah. So thank you, Daniel Garcia, and thank you, Hilton Garden Inn in Buffalo. And thank you, Jesse from The Six,
0: who I'm hoping is driving us.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to SummerSlam this summer. Mm. So we got a lot of things going on this summer. And uh, follow the space for for updates on some events and some parties that we are planning. Oh, because believe me, we are cooking something up. Uh, we are talking about Brock and cowboy hats. Uh, I'm wondering if Brock won't be the one to retire Goldberg because he's saying that he's got a few more matches left in the tank and Vince promised him, a proper send off that he did not get, and therefore I got to end my career on my own terms. His own words. This is Goldberg, or yeah, Brock. yeah, Goldberg, okay, right? And he says like, "Hey, if in- or Triple H isn't going to book me for my last, you know, rodeo, then someone else has to. So it won't be Brock Goldberg one more time. But will Goldberg maybe have something special in Toronto? <laughs> for forbidden <door. laughs> I mean, Goldberg versus Sting at All In, if it's not MJF versus Sting at All In, because like, just do it. I don't know. Who, who, Go, Goldberg coming out of Wembley Stadium. Be crazy. That's pretty cool. Be awesome. Be amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. Goldberg's been... No, Goldberg's I, I, been like, I love
0: the idea of Goldberg Orange Cassidy. I think that sounds oh, fantastic.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that would be great.
0: And especially this this run Orange has been on. Yeah. Um,
1: what was Goldberg's kid's name? Gage? Gage. Oh, yeah. I got to get Gage and... Uh, Gage in AEW tops off for Gage, Gage and Hook. Yeah, what's their, their gimmick? Hook engaged. They just don't wear shirts. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm just interested. I know he maybe he's working. Maybe he's still back with with the Fed. But I it's interesting because I don't know know see WWE
0: not booking. I a know
1: match. it's weird. I, I, look Goldberg. He just he's been good at how he's been booked in the last mm. few times. So it made me as a fan go, Hey, actually, it's pretty who in fun. WWE. Would you... In WWE, Gunther.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be great.
1: Thing is, if it was AEW, like, you could have way more fun with it. So that's why I'm a bit more I think cat. so. And you... Yeah. I'd want to know how
0: willing... That's why I think an Orange match would be so good. Because yeah. if, if Bill just went, hey, Orange, I've been told to just let you do your thing, I'm going to listen. It could be incredible. Yeah. Like, Bill can still win, even, Yeah, yeah. Take the like, title,
1: go on a streak.
0: Yeah, but... An orange casting match, I think, would team be, up with Jade. So interesting,
1: be great. Yeah, yeah the streaks. Find Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Uh, so there's lots going on in in wrestling this week. Uh, but you want to hear more of us talk, follow us on Poison Rana. For all the other stuff that we talk about, we're going to have another one out this weekend. We're going to be doing I'll give out some some cheap little plugs here. I swear we will talk about NXT, but it's been a big week, guys. Mm. Um, we we've done some shows. Obviously WrestleMania is coming gone. We've done some WrestleMania reviews out on our Patreon. We just did a review because everyone's going nuts over Super Mario. <sighs> we looked back 30 years to the 1993 live-action Super Mario Bros. movie with Bob Hoskins. Wow, what a terrible movie. And we are joined by John Ceno to chat all about it, including his, his live takes from Nintendo World in California yeah. and the new movie. We chat all things Mario, and wow, what a terrible movie. And terrible movies make for great podcast reviews. Uh, if that's not your thing, we did a Best Match Ever Part 2 Featuring the best of Rey Mysterio Jr. Looking at all his outside the WWE stuff. Including ECW, WCW, Psychosis. Who just returned at TripleMania. Uh, we talk a lot about that as well. Lots of Lucha stuff. But you like free stuff. We put out part one for free on our Poison Rana feed as well. So go over there and check it out. This week on the feed. Because... Thursday is 420, we are going to be doing, uh, well, we're cheating and doing it a day early, tomorrow on the Poison Rana feed, Wednesday at 3pm, we're going to go live with a new detox with Jordan Goodman and myself, we're going to be joined by Steve Grows Weed, and we're going to talk not just about weed, we're just going to you know shoot the shit and answer questions from our listeners as we do normally on that show, but... Uh, Come hang out and ask any questions because we're going to be doing it live in the YouTube and video as well. So lots of fun there. I know you've been doing episodes of The Sesh.
0: Yeah, I was joined uh, episode one and two with Jordan from Detox. Um, And then last week I was joined by our man Neil to talk about episode three of the final season of Succession, Connor's Wedding. Whoa! And then uh, this week I'm going to be joined by... Brandon from New Jersey. Wow. All about episode four. So uh, that is available on the Patreon. There is the sample of episode one and two. You can hear on our Poison Rana free feed. If you like it, consider signing up. Five bucks for the rest of the series.
1: Yeah, five bucks. We also do retro NXT reviews and we have one coming up on the Patreon this week as well, featuring was next to show. We're right now just finishing 2013 so you can go back and find every episode we've covered every episode of nxt since the full sale era but we have two wasn't experts Anne marie and chris price who write in for feedback on this show every time we do this show um and because we finally finished 2013 the episode we're on is like what episode 201 because we just did 200 or something a few weeks back but this one is like kind of a roundup of the year, so it's featuring like it
0: aired on Christmas Day, yeah, 2013. So you know, it's like a real like highlight reel of the year.
1: But 2013 NXT was crazy because they had the Cesaro Sammy matches mm-hmm. and like some other really great stuff. But this episode also features cesaro versus william regal william regal's
0: last ever match
1: yeah so that's a review that we have out on the patreon as well so that's gonna be a ton of fun we're gonna
0: be talking about yeah like all the highlights from 2013 um which we've been reviewing for like two years now <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna remember yeah maybe longer
1: than that they'll have to help us out yeah they are they, I've, I've
0: told them please help a us. few more
1: episodes will be into arrival yeah we're not yeah. far off we should be pretty cool we're at least
0: in the build now yeah
1: well, so go check out our Patreon. We have lots of podcasts, free feed, non-free feed. There's just so many. So go check it out if you're into that kind of stuff. We appreciate it. And uh, I saw one bit of news about NXT that I, I didn't see get like talked about too much, but then I started seeing it being reported different places that the uh Cavender twins, these two ladies, the basketball yes. players that are like, big news everywhere and every time i saw them get interviewed and it was like hey so what are you guys doing what's next for you guys and they're like screw basketball we're going to the wwe we signed with them we're going to the pc and it's it's true they're reporting to NXT at PC probably you know within a few months you'd figure and i'm interested to see kind of where they can go i've not no, i i have heard of them before this mm. so kind of and I, i'm interested to that it made kind of rounds like Athletes basically saying, I'm no, I, I'm choosing to do I this. Mean,
0: I that's a real uh big statement for WWE yeah. about women's sport, I would think. Cause yeah, like if you think about it, I I mean, obviously I follow wrestling, yeah. but I can't name any female basketball players. Right. And that's not saying anything negative about it. I just don't. Like and therefore these incredible athletes can learn how to wrestle, like I think it's definitely a way of, you know, making more money.
1: Yeah. Becoming famous. Look at the Bella Twins, a, Look exactly. at any, of uh, like, like
0: it's, uh, I think that's a real kind of testament to WWE with what they've been able to do
1: for women's sports, women's yeah.
0: athletics in the last 10 years.
1: Especially with this whole, like next in line and like bringing in athletes and stuff. Yeah. I just, I thought this was pretty crazy that like in like on a live interview, they're like, nah, we're going to WWE. Like
0: it's, that. it's a, it's a weird way. It's a safer option. Isn't it like if you're getting recruited, if you're this top athlete young, it's like, do you want to do your, all your training, you know, on camera, <laughs> like yeah. everything's recorded and we could mold you into a big star. Like it's up to us if you're going to make it. It's not about like, you know achievement
1: in an actual sport like it's yeah and it's it's interesting of course we, we we cover we've done up next for five years now just covering nxt every week and it is like a developmental system as is the performance center but like i would not let anyone say that it's like not successful because i obviously some big names who've come through nxt definitely started mm. like everywhere else, like a Seth Rollins or things like that, but a Roman Reigns, he had his FCW, but he was through this system. Like there's so many people that came in through this system that are huge names yeah, for yeah. them now. Of course there's your, you know, your Mojo Raleigh's who they push, they try really hard and then they eventually just give up. They've done that a bunch too, but like the success rate for and big I money.
0: It's really going to be interesting in the next five years when we're seeing this crop like of, like nxt carmelo braun breaker tiffany strands your soul rukas who are very very new to it and seeing how they've quickly have caught on yeah Yeah.
1: some some people can really catch on like a soul ruka someone who's like wow like how how long you've been doing this already you look better than a lot of other people but i think the pc is is a success and as many times as you know you see people they let people go and this and that like Look at the stars they've made through Mm. it. Look at the, like Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Bailey. Again, people, some people have come through with experience and stuff, but like going through that and becoming, you know, learning everything through that, I I would say it's a success. So that, like you said, is a show to WWE. Like, hey, these athletes want to go there because they know they could become famous. Maybe they love wrestling. Maybe they don't like wrestling, but they're going to learn to love it. But it's cool. It was, I thought that was pretty interesting. But now we can talk about this week's episode of NXT. Is it the go-home show for oh, spring? spring Brecken Brecken? Yeah. Uh, one of the best. Not even a pay-per-view name. Not even anything name. It's a TV special name next week. So we'll be going live uh, right after that next Tuesday, right here on this post-feed. But we start off NXT from Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. We start off with a tag-team triple-threat match, but it's for the tag-team titles and we start off with a big brawl here to kick off nxt with all three teams just fighting we got the creed brothers gallus and schism and yeah this is what really starts <laughs> gallus off Gallus this-
0: and schism sorry it just sounds rude <laughs> doesn't gallus
1: <it>? schism <laughs> got you- creed gallus and schism yeah it's
0: like see someone
1: yeah <laughs> uh so there's um there's Great exchanges here from the Creeds and uh, Gallus. Like, they keep tagging in and out here. Uh, I have Dyad lads, the Diad lads, the Dyads. Hey, they're still here, lads. We yes. joked last week, hey, they should just win the titles now. And is that something they did? Maybe not. Uh, they hit some pretty cool, interesting, like, back heel. Uh, there's a spin heel kick from, man, I don't remember. Jaga? I'm just going to call them uh, James Drake. So Jagger. Okay. Jagger. Okay, yeah, you help me out. Jagger is James. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he, they hit some pretty cool looking moves. Don't get me wrong. But then in comes Gallus, and they have they've been hitting recently as well. There's a sweet like slingshot into a Samoan drop by Mark Coffee here. Uh, Julius is now sorry. This is NXT, so there's three guys at the same time in the ring, which I think definitely works better in these kinds of matches. Uh, But Julius is in here, and I say this every week, broken record, but this guy is a future star because he's hitting suplexes and hits a belly-to-belly and then a kip-up, and then a belly-to-belly and then a kip-up, and then another belly-to-belly and kip-up again, and then, like, is doing more. He's a freak. Yeah, absolutely.
0: This this guy's incredible.
1: There's then a series of super kicks and then like this running PK to the chest from Mark Gall- Mark Coffee, Mark Gallus for a two count. Uh, it's kind of all just like nonstop until they go to break. When they come back, we have Brutus who's now in and he's just stacks Wolfgang and he stacks Gibson, F- Rip Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. And he starts just Brutus smashing, but like onto both guys here. Looked great and very impressive. Uh, eventually the dyad lads block the, the Gallus. Uh, finisher like the helicopter thing and then they they hit the um they're like this is tony d and stacks finishing move and same with ozzy open
0: true yeah it's like okay.
1: running upside down flip thing but it's it's broken out of and and uh not the fall here julius is back in and then suplexes both of them at the same time which got the crowd just losing it uh there's then um a doomsday attempt but then ava rain gets on the apron which then Ivy tries to stop her, but then like Julius shoves her into her, so Ivy takes a a dive and kind of falls, and this kind of distracts Brutus, who still ends up hitting the Brutus bomb, who just lands on Fowler's face, and like I think busted his nose open here.
0: He was like, I'm making sure I make contact with someone today.
1: (laughs) Even though he's acting like he's distracted, so it was kind of a weird spot, and not kind of safe when you're supposed to act like you don't want to watch but you want to watch because the guy's on the other guy's shoulders waiting for you to take the spot Uh, i hope his nose is okay uh they then like are checking on ivy but then that's when uh there's the uh, (laughs) my spell check says british bomb but i don't think that's what it was
0: the brutus bomb (laughs) the brutus bomb. yeah (laughs) uh
1: this is when we get the the gallus boys back in the ring and they have brutus when julius is like like checking on ivy and they hit the Spin out fireman carry kick combo, pure Gallus, as I'm calling it. And they win the match to retain the tag team titles in what I thought was a pretty non stop, like kept going from beginning to end, even beginning because it was just a brawl. Yeah. To I, start it, but it was great.
0: I thought the whole thing was awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, they they do
0: this sometimes in NXT where you start mid-action. We've had this with uh, like Wesley's open challenges where you've opened with everyone brawling, fighting to like be the person to accept the challenge. I think it it grabs your attention right away because uh, quite often, like we do it, we we're putting on the TV. We're kind of you know cooking like doing some other stuff as it's like okay we're gonna have entrances and it's like oh shit it's on right, right away. away so yeah. you sit right down the match i think nxt especially have really made a kind of a name for themselves on these three-way tags we seem to have them a lot at the the pay-per-views a lot recently we've had these three team tag matches but they i think they do them really well and i think these teams especially um really lend themselves nicely to it gallus are, are definitely improving in my mind I, I think they're they've actually been putting on some really solid stuff and the creeds as well, Julius especially is is just a freak. I, I thought this was an awesome opener tonight.
1: Yeah, in a way, this is like, okay, Creeds, can you just get brought up now? But I feel like the story isn't over now because it's like there's three guys in Gallus and then you have Gacy with Ava with the schism. And I know I we've been saying this for a long time now, Where's but Roddy? where is Roddy? Because he would fit right back in yeah. here to help them out here, but... Uh, I wouldn't be mad if you got to actually just run this match back because I know people have been talking with the whole GYV asking for their release, not maybe not getting it because they're clearly here on TV, but like they're good.
0: They are, yeah. And
1: like I still wish they were that those characters. I kept on thinking ja- Jagger Reed
0: switched to long pants, He's wearing pants, yeah. And they had like lightning bolts on him. I kept
1: thinking it was Jericho.
0: I kept looking up and I was like, the hair, what? yeah, Jer- yeah. Oh,
1: okay. No, it's Rip Fat. Jagger Reed. Jagger
0: Reed. Jagger man.
1: Yeah. Honestly, a, a great match. A lot of silly gimmicks going on with, with this, and, but the wrestling definitely hit. And the story coming out is Julius Creed will one day be WWE champion because he's just not a human being at this point. Just very impressive. We go to Jack, who's earlier today coming to NXT. He's in the parking lot, and he's asked about the WWE draft. Uh, which is odd because he just left the main roster to Mm. come back to NXT. And he says, yeah, that would be pretty good. But like, you know, I don't care about your stupid questions and kind of like shoves the cameraman and Apollo Cruz is walking by as well and says, Hey, come on. He's just doing his job and like helps the cameraman. It's a great POV shot of Mm. Apollo Cruz. If you ever wanted Apollo Cruz to help you out of a bush, you would just watch this. Uh, And he says like, show this guy some respect. He's just doing his job. And Dijak says, yeah, well, he should stay out of my way, and you should stay out of my way, too. Goes to leave and opens the door, but Apollo Crews is on the other side of him, <laughs> and Apollo Crews says, yeah, well, you're in my way now, but Dijak already literally went through the door <laughs> yeah, on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> There's just bad timing of the promo yeah. to say, well, I'm in your way. Actually, no, he already went through the door, I'm man. in your way now. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm, yeah, I'm out. See ya. Uh, so Dijak then goes, oh, yeah, well, like... How about we figure out who's in whose way? And tonight they're gonna fight. Yeah, it was pretty funny.
0: Um, DiJack said early uh, earlier in this, Ilya was the most feared man in the United States until I stepped in the ring with him. D- Ilya Dragunov was the most feared man in the United States.
1: I mean, I don't know about that. There's probably a few. Other- no,
0: absolutely not. Like, I think he's like he'd fuck you up. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't be scared of this. Like, Ilya looks like someone. Who'd be on my side,
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. therefore I wouldn't fear him. Who's the most feared man in the United, States? like Biden? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was Ilya Dragunov, Dragunov. until
0: no. last week. I don't know. And now it's Dijak.
1: <laughs> I'm excited for that match, but oh, also yeah. Apollo Crews and Dijak could have a pretty good match, yep. which they do later tonight. We go to, oh man, can't wait mm-hmm. to explain this, try to talk about this one. Hard-hitting home truths, enlightening with Nathan Fraser. (laughs) All right, so we cut to Nathan Fraser sitting at a, like, news desk with a cup of coffee, and it's basically... It's Last Week Tonight style. John Oliver.
0: satirical news show, right?
1: Yeah, like... Almost like your news show, the soup type thing. But John Oliver is definitely what they were like mimicking it. Because the logo and everything. And yeah, so Nathan Fraser now has this. And he says, hey, with hard-hitting home truths, say that 10 times fast, we're going to learn a lot about me, Nathan Fraser." And he says that uh, NXT has a locker room full of studs and studettes. And then asks himself, is that even a word? Well, it is now. He's making jokes on the fly. He then says, everyone here is quality. So I just don't want to see people bitching here in NXT. And people tell me, like, look, you, you lost. And it's just you need to slow down. Well, I, I can't be sad because I never slowed down. And then he starts talking about speed and improvement. And then he, he says, like, but I'll hit you back with another hard-hitting home truths." So for now, love you and leave you. This has been an enlightening with Nathan Fraser.
0: He was kind of, uh, yeah, as he was saying things like speed, he was flashing up like little Clips. different funny images and stuff. It was definitely kind of that uh, like satire,
1: news show style. I, uh, A few people in the chat right now don't believe us. They're like, are you guys just making <laughs> this up? The, the guy who flies and wrestles amazing. That guy. Yeah. I groaned
0: when it started, but you know what? I thought his delivery was pretty good. I thought he kind of got the sort of right rhythms and stuff of these kind of uh, these news hosts. And it's it's ridiculous, but I've just come to accept this in NXT now. And I I see this as almost all these crazy scenes we get. It's... It's acting school. Which you know what a lot of these these people need. Like I've right. said it for like a while. Like, wow, if you see Edge when he came back, like after like you know, doing acting all those years, he's way better in those kind of stuff. And maybe that's what it is. They're just like putting out these weird acting training video things. To help you're saying Edge see. got
1: better? I mean, back in the day, he used to have sex on Raw, and then when I watch him now, he's a floating head. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. You're totally... I I, I think you're right, because I hate that this is his gimmick. Yeah. But I think it's just his gimmick right now. Yeah. I think it's just a way for him to talk, because I thought the way he was saying his lines was good. The delivery was good, but what he was saying was rubbish.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I thought he... it. If you got better material, yeah. it I think he could be good at this, because yeah. I, I actually kind of thought this was weirdly the best he's ever sounded, even though it was this kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so,
1: so yeah. we'll I, see. John Oliver, late news I think news this night. is something
0: that could work.
1: I mean, Lash Legend isn't around anymore, so we need a talk show. But also, listen to this
0: guy talk. He just He's always come across just a bit of a geek, so why not lean into that and actually get some personality out of it, right. rather than just... He's just sounded like, a, he hasn't sounded like a wrestler to me. So why not give him a character? Yeah,
1: he sounds almost too, like, cheery and just exactly. friendly. He still does in this, but... But I, this character lends itself to that,
0: in a way. Yeah. You know, rather than just be like, oh, I'm just really excited to wrestle, and oh, it's exciting being here. Like, fuck off.
1: Yeah, well, then it's like he's not a heel. So, like, again, comparing to, like, a Lash Legend talk show where she just runs down everyone else, mm. he's not doing that. But he
0: could he could use this for against heels.
1: Right. Yeah, okay.
0: You know, like he can take the piss out of a Grayson Waller or whatever. I feel like
1: Maybe they're taking there. the piss out of me because I watched this and I was like, this guy's got a John Oliver late yeah. night Letterman gimmick now or Jimmy Fallon gimmick. Where's the lawyer? <laughs> yeah, where's that lawyer? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> where's all these other gimmicks coming back? NXT never change, but but do. Uh, yeah, hard hitting home truths. You know what really grinds my gears? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when they give silly gimmicks to good wrestlers. We uh, it felt like like a morning show. He had his cup of coffee in his hand. And was, ah, great co- some great coffee, just just good stuff. Well, we go from the enlightening to the supernova eleven. Yeah, he, did he change his name to why eleven? I don't know. He had it on his his yeah, back. He, he had 11. it on his Tron mm. supernova eleven. Great number. Eleven's engaged. I saw eleven. Eleven. Oh. Uh Millie. oh like from Oh really? Yeah. Isn't she like a kid? Yeah. It's not the Drake, is it? I, <laughs> I hope not. Probably. No.
0: Did I did I Yeah, she's engaged. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 8 days ago now. Come on. Keep up. To who? Her boyfriend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny cuz to me 11 is uh actor Jake Bon Jovi. Sorry. Hold on a <laughs> second. You're saying Eleven from Stranger Things is with what I'm presuming, who I'm presuming is Bon Jovi's kid.
0: Let's just say yes.
1: Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty funny how that happens. Yeah. Wow, it's It's Bon Jovi with an I though in there. Uh Bon Jovi. Hmm. All right, we'll see how that plays out for both. I hope it goes really well for them. Young kids in love, you know. Yeah. Stranger Things has one more season coming out.
0: It does, yeah. Maybe
1: we'll get some Bon Jovi in it instead of Metallica.
0: Mm. Or instead of Kate, right?
1: Kate of what? Kate Bush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. It's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Fighting for Beckner, just living on a prayer. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I would
1: go. Yeah, that would be their wedding song. Yeah. Uh, when I think of Eleven, I think of Bob Bichette. It's his number. That is not, wow. Supernova Eleven, Bo Bichette. Uh, here comes Noam Dar. Noam Dar is now back... Here on TV in NXT, he showed up last week holding a trophy that some people don't even know what it is and says that the Heritage Cup is coming soon to NXT. So here he is having a match. He brings it out. He's holding it up. Uh, Noam Dar's got uh, kind of like a man bun thing going on. He does, now. He yeah. used to have short hair. Dar's going up against Miles Bourne. We've seen this guy a few times. This, this kid is pretty great. Uh, people are comparing him to a young Randy Orton. Online, we also compared him to a young Randy Orton, and I think that's why they did this one specific spot here when Noam goes for the Randy Orton DDT, but then stops and then just kicks him in the head. <laughs> so I think he he too knows a little something about uh Miles Born here, but Noam beats him down with a series of knee strikes as well. But Miles comes out of the corner with a series of of strikes and then a huge jumping exploder. This kid isn't like. Massive, but he's jacked and he's super fast, and I thought his wrestling was very imp- impressive here. Dar comes back with a series of elbows and then the Nova Roller, which is this, which is basically Axiom's finish. Yeah,
0: too many people have this running kick and running I think kick it's to
1: the face. Particularly impressive. Um, Lyra Valkyria does as well. The running NXT UK kick.
0: Yeah, I'm not not a fan of it.
1: Well, it was enough to put Miles born away, but honestly, uh, I I love. I I liked what I I seen from Noam Dar way back before on the Indies and, and NXT UK. But again, it's Miles Bourne who I remember more so from this match, even in just the little flashes. So I do see big things for him, but
0: yeah. And I wonder like, I don't see too high a ceiling for Noam Dar, which is, he's still pretty young, but I see him now in this company being in that kind of Drew Gulak position. Like I can see him being a trainer here and things like that. Okay. Um, And I think his purpose is probably here to help elevate other people. I don't see him being in the same position as we see maybe a a Ilya Dragunov or a JD McDonough, other people coming over from the UK, which maybe it's, it's harsh, but that's just kind of where I see it. I think he's very talented, but I think he definitely serves a better purpose helping people like a Miles Bourne here, who I thought had his best showing so far.
1: Yeah, again, this was like, oh, this kid's good. I kind of want to see more of him. So he will be someone who's featured a lot Mm -hmm. more. But yeah, the Heritage Cup is something that's coming soon with more tournament kind of style. So cool. But I wasn't too blown away from the running kick that every uh, UK superstar does. We go to a video for Roxanne and Zoe Stark. They're going to wrestle tonight. And Roxanne says, Zoe, all you do is prey on the weak here. And everyone knows that character triumphs talent. Sometimes. (laughs) And then says, I want my title back. So after I beat you, Indy, I'm going to come and reclaim the title that is mine. And Tiffany, I know you're listening with your self-inflated ego. Tonight, I'm going to shut Zoe up and then I'll shut you up too.
0: I hated this character triumphs talent line that they kept using throughout tonight's show with Roxanne. Right. She never it, said It's it like, before. it's like saying, look, I'm not very talented, but I've got a good personality. Yeah. It's like, no,
1: you're, you're talented. Like, come <laughs> on. Yeah. Ta- talent triumphs character,
0: character and talent, but like, right. Yeah. Character triumphs talent. I'm like, no, she
1: kind of sounded a little heelish, here. but she's still the, the big baby face, but that match coming. Then we get to some real heavy stuff here, part of the main event, part one of something pretty crazy, especially if you know us and how much we've loved to follow the saga of Brooks Jensen. And well, earlier today in Kiana James' office, we see Josh Briggs walks in and approaches Kiana as she's at her her desk. She's really busy working at her office. We're not sure quite what she does. Doing business office Business things. Yeah. Briggs says, look, Kiana, I just want to talk to you. Please give me a moment, a moment of your time. I know that you're upset. And she says, you're damn right. I'm upset. I lost my title. I'm like, I'm not a champion anymore. So I guess I have some spare time since you are the reason I'm not a champion anymore. And Briggs says, I just want to talk to my boy, Brooks Jensen, please. He's not answering my calls. He's not replying. Where is Brooks? I just want to talk to him. And, uh, She's like, no, like he doesn't want to see you, and he's like, please, and he starts to cry. He was crying. Josh Briggs crying here. Yeah, well, clearly he's been to acting That's school. That's what here. I. Yeah,
0: that this was the scene I
1: meant earlier. Just a just a like Goodwill Hunting moment it's here fantastic. for Briggs, who starts breaking down and says, you know, me and that kid, we've, we shared a bond,
0: family,
1: <laughs> family, <laughs> and we started up together. We've traveled the world. As he chokes up, when Brooks. Jensen walks into Keanu James office and the camera starts at his feet <laughs> and he's wearing leather shoes and get this no socks no socks. <laughs> as the camera pans up and he's wearing uh, tight pants, tight pants. I mean, I My could see a, pants, Yeah, yeah. A division sign there. He's then got a tucked in white shirt buttoned up his hair in a ponytail and glasses that may or may not have had frames in them. Yeah. Brooks Jensen. He walks in and he's like, Oh, Hey Briggs. And Brooks is Briggs. Sorry. Is as shocked as we all are watching this new Brooks Jensen here. And he says, I thought you'd want to talk to me, but I'm tired. I'm tired of being treated like a kid. And Kiana She treats me like a man. (laughs) So this is clearly the NXT version of Rhea and Dom here on NXT. And I've become my own man, says Brooks. And this is a man who makes his own decisions. And I'm making a decision for you to leave. And Briggs is like, what? And he says, get out of here. Yeah. Brooks Jensen has turned Businessman kind of <laughs> and kicked out his old buddy of the office what the hell is happening He's changing the times they are are changing Wow he went from a country bumpkin to a uh, I don't know purse holder
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um, this
0: this reminds me of this play um, it's called the shape of things okay and it's uh, about like this this girl who who meets a guy and they start dating, but over the course of the like play, she's getting into like you know, eat better, lose weight, drop the glasses, wear contact lenses, smarten up, dress yeah, this better. Feels like mo-
1: a lot of movies, basically. All, based all on this it. thing, yeah. but
0: it she does it as like it's her art piece, so oh. at the end, it's like a before and after look what I turned this guy, and I'm getting those kind of vibes now with Kiana, right? How she's just because now I think it, it's very clear we've been going, Oh, who was who was uh Sebast- sebastian sebastian and all that now it's like no she's she's a heel okay yeah she's a heel and she's she's turning him so it's interesting because i do feel maybe we missed a couple of chapters between like yeah the shove and this yeah i'd like to have seen it a bit more gradual turning um because they have this has been going for quite a while What's- it just felt like suddenly overnight this has happened but yeah, she he's he's turned. I was like, "Wow, what a." Transformation.
1: Were we we were ta- we were joking about this. I'm yeah. pretty sure we said he's going to wear no he's going to wear no socks probably. with the shoes, and of course he is. We he got the he got the memo from Bob Stone, Mr. Stone probably in the office over here, uh at NXT offices. But yeah, it like went from all of a sudden cuz the shove was last week, right? And then now he's just ponytail glasses open shirt I, mean, I
0: I guess gradually he has started dressing better hasn't he He has grown grown out the hair he used yeah. to have it short so maybe it's kind he of has got shave on the
1: sides Yeah Yeah what do we think of this fit the Brooks Jensen Oh it's great Oh yeah I fucking how it's fantastic I love this man so much
0: I like there was that thing um What was that Triple H video it's by the guy who's canceled now the, yeah, yeah. How, wrestling like, is great, or whatever. wrestling is wrestling, yeah. and it's been his whole story arc from like terrorizing. Yeah. To, oh, like, I can't wait for Brooks Jensen. Brooks Jensen, like his whole story arc when he's like one day world champion. Yeah. You know, the one to break Roman Reigns' five thousand day reign. <laughs> it's Brooks, <laughs> Brooks Jensen, <laughs> and you watch this from like the geek in the bar finishing each other's
1: sentences. Yeah. And cook- yeah. Cooking steak. Right. Yeah. Tonight, like, this version. I I so badly just want to talk about the second half of this, but we have to, it's a hook. So you got to wait. All right. You got to wait. But there's a part two in this episode (laughs) that is just some juicy stuff. But yeah, this is so ridiculous. And so like we just did our WrestleMania event Mm. where we had the drink menu with different wrestlers and stuff like that. We talked about, we had the Brooks Jensen, which was our virgin cocktail, the Moscow mule, but, but virgin. And he he saw that he retweeted he appreciated that but like I don't I don't think his uh, drink I don't think the Brooks Jensen's on the Virgin cocktail menu anymore He's buddy a mule now <laughs> he looks like a and kind of guy now more business uh, you know right is that a business Martini. drink yeah yeah <laughs> like, it's just wrestling is ridiculous and man it's great mm. when it when it's done like this and I think Brooks Jensen. Should be the one to beat Wesley for the North American title. Kiana's gonna, Fuck yeah. yeah gonna <laughs> take him to gold, yeah. But again, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. More to come. But we go to our next match. Odyssey Jones. He comes out to the ring. He's in the ring. He's got a huge smile on his face. He turns around and he's hit with one of the biggest spears I've ever seen. At least this year. Braun. Braun Breaker. Braun
0: is up there with one of the best spears. He's got. He's got, got a great spear. He,
1: he's. He's modeled it on Goldberg's, of course. Sure. His, his unofficial, but guy. it's a
0: very similar spirit to Goldberg's. Yeah, they look
1: great, especially on this guy who's yeah. huge here, six six. They're, Vic. This was done really well. Vic is like just explaining. Look at the size of this guy, six six, whatever pounds. Boom, spirit out of his damn boots here. Looked great. Braun is a heel, and he's pretty good at it so far. The boos are loud. He has the microphone, and he says, "I'm so sick of these people, these idiots, these fat rednecks." Saying that they see a different side of me. Well, yeah, it's a different side of me. And I like this side of me. And there's you know, going to be a lot more of it. When he's interrupted. Uh, sorry, he also mentions people bringing out fake trophies. Now, I know he's referring to Duke Hudson and the whole Chase U MVP mm-hmm. trophy ceremony. It also could be seen as Noam Dar bringing this yeah, fake trophy. <laughs> That's how I saw it. <laughs> uh, Duke Hudson then comes out and interrupts him but he's in the crowd with the chase U like students and people who are all like supporting him here. And Duke Hudson is on fire tonight. He says he's carrying his trophy and he says that, look, Braun, ever since you you lost your title, you're just sad. You're just moping around. And the crowd starts to chant loser at Braun breaker, which pisses him off. And he says, uh, you know, all, now you want to come out here and be a big bully. You want to attack us. You want to attack chase U. Well, I got a big challenge for you. How about at spring breakin'? and Braun interrupts him and says like, Duke, you want to like come out here and Duke interrupts Braun and says, I wasn't done talking. <laughs> and he fires up here. I've never heard this guy. He speak was great. Like he was like, braun breaker thinks the mvp has stopped talking <laughs> yeah he
0: was and the crowd are like lose their minds. yeah He's everyone like, went nuts has bro has jucson stopped talking and like, no. no
1: and then he keeps ripping into braun here it's fantastic and says i wasn't done talking and you know little brawny breaker you want to you want to you know interrupt us you want to step up to chase you well it's going to be a battle of the giants the legend the beacon of hope the beating heart of chase you it's gonna be Braun Breaker versus Andre Chase, <laughs> and then everyone in the crowd's like, "Wait a second! Wait a second! You were just you were just bigging up yourself there." And then he just slides in that actually it's gonna be Andre there and says, "Spring Breakin' next week." Andre Chase, Braun Breaker, and Braun just shakes his head like he, I'm surprised he wasn't corpse in here. He maybe he was. The camera's only catches him when he c- looks at the camera now and says. Andre Chase, you're probably watching this. I want you to know that you have seven days left to breathe. <laughs> I'm going to spear your little ass in half. And when I do, it's going to be the end of Chase You. What a segment.
0: <laughs> I, I'm kind of down for this match. Chase you have been so entertaining. Uh, Duke Hudson, especially, has been fantastic. I thought he was so funny here. Yeah. Uh, so charismatic. And it still plays in the character where it's like part of him. You could see it as doing it as a good thing. Like he's helping Andre get a big match yeah. on the, on the big TV show. Another part is he's just Throwing feeding him to this yeah. guy, uh, which I think is really entertaining. I think it's going to continue that story next week and actually could be a,
1: could be a fun match between these two. But I thought this, this segment was great. Yeah. From the spear to Braun. Braun is a heel, yeah. Braun sounding good. The crowd are really against him right now. The crowd here helps, and then Duke sounding the best he's ever sounded. Mm. Uh, This weird comeback story of someone that we thought was just cast aside one too many times, really proving himself. Honestly, like this guy should be set for main roster. If this is how promos you have in the tank, Mm. like honestly, this was super surprising to me. I've we've watched this guy in and out of WWE a bit. Never seen him talk like this. The, the seriousness, but the comedy and, like, the way he was selling himself and then swaps out to Andre. I thought this was great. Yeah, so he's very good. I don't know what happens now because does this all just lead to him next – Braun said it's the end of Chase U, but you would still imagine Duke versus Braun is something we go to. So
0: Yeah, I don't and know. I mean, eventually we're getting Chase v. Duke as well at I some guess, point. I guess, the week we after. There, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I love this more than I should have for sure. We go to Cora Jade. And she is backstage with Mackenzie Mitchell and she's saying how, you know, she, she came out here last week and was cutting out, cutting down everyone. And, you know, I had a lot more things I could have said because I am the savior of NXT women's division. When Gigi interrupts her, cause they have a match tonight and says, uh, you didn't cut down anyone. You just ran your mouth and like spewed out a lot of garbage. So tonight I'm going to shut you up too. So that match is happening later, but. Uh, more on that match, I guess later. It was kind of quick, it's, but very uh, CM Punk cosplay from Jade. Oh, I'm the Savior. Uh, have you heard? She did. She did that last week, right?
0: She said, "Have I got your attention?" Yeah, now? every week that? it's yeah. little
1: things of, of of Punk. We go to Pretty Deadly backstage. I think I don't know what was in the water in uh, Florida this week. I mean, hopefully, uh, good things. I know Florida's had some crazy weather actually. So, uh, but Pretty Deadly were a bit different this week as well. First of all, they're wearing shirts, or jackets at least, and they uh, they say they're they're like a different tone here. They're not saying yes, boy. They're, they're, not-
0: they're serious. Yeah. Like
1: last week, we had the big attack, and they seemed a lot more vicious because they were they got kidnapped, they got stuffed in a trunk, and that's what they say here. They like look. Last week, we beat up and took it to Tony Dean's Stacks because they started it. They ambushed us. And is it Kit who's, he's like, yo, they put me in the trunk of their car and drove off. He's like, and, and we're supposed to be the bad guys. Like we were kidnapped. What, what were we supposed to do? Like, what the hell? We're just two good looking guys. And those ruffians, well, they want to fight with us. We're going to give them a bit of payback and we will, we will show them that we can handle a beating and we want to match like some of the stuff that they're into. Like anything goes and they'll be the ones in the trunk. And they'll be sleeping with the fishes. So pretty deadly. uh, So we called out for a trunk match. A trunk match. Yeah.
0: We said this last week.
1: Yeah, we did. Someone was listening to us last week. There's too many coincidences and little things. But yeah, trunk match. Last bride match. Yeah. Similar thing. I I like
0: how basically in wrestling, it's like, look. When we're at the arena, it's fair game. If you attack me in the dressing room, whatever, that's fine. I'm a wrestler. I'm at work. But don't fucking kidnap me. As soon as you throw me in the back of a car and drive me off, now I'm pissed. No more Yes Boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame because they did drop a new Yes Boy t-shirt on WWE Shop, which is pretty nice. But they should just sell the outfits they wear.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That would be a hot seller, I would imagine. We go to Roxanne Perez versus Zoe Stark and these two go at it here one-on-one, and there's lots of near falls and tangles back and forth. I think both are really good and get quite technical Mm -hmm. and fast. So lots of fast near falls. Eventually Stark counters a head scissors and has enough of Roxy's stuff and kicks her right in the gut and starts putting the boots to her on the outside as they go to commercial break. When we come back, Zoe's still beating her up. She has her upside down and then shoves her running into the turnbuckle and puts her in a tree of woe and then keeps doing this like slingshot. So she slingshots Roxy into the turnbuckle face first. And eventually she tries to do it again. But this time, Roxy counters, jumps, and hits the stez press. And then just fires off at Zoe with just a series of strikes and punches to the head. And then goes for the pop rocks, but it's blocked. And then Roxy eats a huge super kick. And then Zoe hits her with this crazy-looking half-and-half suplex. One of my favorite moves. But somehow, Roxy kicks out of that. Zoe picks her up, and she's going for what I would imagine is the setup for the uh Z eighty or whatever she calls it, the Zoe yeah. go round. Cool move, terrible name. But instead, Roxanne counters and hits the pop rocks out of the corner for the one, two, three, and puts Zoe away, who looked pretty upset afterwards, but what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think these are two of the best women in the roster and they had a pretty nice match. Both are just really quite smooth. Um and I thought it showed here some nice counters right into that finish. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was decent.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like too long. It wasn't getting too crazy and technical, but both of them, like you said, are, are up there when it comes to the in ring stuff for sure. Zoe, I'm not sure where we go, like eating a loss like this, like his main roster, something. I, separate she's shows. She's
0: definitely become more interesting since the heel turn to me. I yeah. think it, I think it fits her so much better. Um, and yeah, actually a, a call up wouldn't, she's perfectly ready. She's, She's great in the ring, yeah. Um, and if you're about to freshen up the rosters a bit, maybe. Uh, I I don't know where I see her kind of being main roster tag division, maybe. Um, but maybe there's a higher ceiling for her because she's very good. Same with Roxy, yeah. Roxy, I see bigger things for. I think yeah. she's just such a natural baby face. and I I think she could be. Uh, I think she could go very far.
1: Well, after the match, Indy Hartwell, the NXT women's champ, she comes out and stands face-to-face with Roxy and says, Hey, I heard what you said. I know that I won the match. And people are saying that I'm, you know, just the lucky and won the match. And it was a ladder match. So how about I give you a match at spring breakin'? And Roxy says, Hey, that's, that's really great and nice of you to say. I accept this match when Tiffany Stratton's music hits. She comes out. And she says, what? Roxanne doesn't deserve a title shot. She's a beatable champion. Just like you, Indy. You're easily beatable. I've beaten you before. I could do it again. And this pisses off Indy Hartwell, who says, beatable? Beatable? Hmm. Okay. Fine. Well, how about we we change the, this match next week, and I'll prove that I'm worthy, and I'll beat both of you. A former champ and a bimbo who has my number. And now the, the match next week is a triple threat match for the women's championship, uh, but pretty good. Yeah,
0: Roxy brings up that I'm beatable. while I beat you I beat in the you.
1: breakout tournament.
0: Um, That's so
1: 2022, honey. Says Tiff. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I feel I feel a little mad if I was Roxanne. Like you promised you one on one. Yeah, hey, you I never had, and then it's like, ah, no, it's triple threat. Right. So um, Indy's got to retain here. Yeah, I was when it was. Going to be the one and one I kind of thought, oh, maybe this is... Uh, you're going to turn Indy heel to retain over Roxanne. Sorry, yeah, Roxanne. Uh, as a
1: triple threat, yeah,
0: I, Indy's winning this.
1: I yeah, think. I hope so. I, I, I want Tiff as the champ, but just not quite yet. Yeah, Indy's
0: just won this thing. She's got to kind
1: of retain. Yeah. We go to Grayson Waller backstage. He's got the golden shoey and is wearing what looks like one of Carmelo Hayes' old shirts that he wore quite a few times on NXT. Mackenzie mentions, Hey, Waller, I know tonight you have your Waller effect with Mello, and next week you have your title shot, but you're still coming off your loss to Johnny Gargano from Stand and Deliver. And Waller says, No, 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 that was unsanctioned, so it's unrecognized, it never happened, who cares, and no one cares, because everyone knows that no one is better than Mello except me. And, uh, tonight I'm going to talk with him in the ring and maybe next week I'll be drinking out of this shoey, the golden shoey. Hope he hasn't worn that one. That's the thing about the shoey. I don't like.
0: I mean, I, I think that's
1: part of it, part of it. Yeah, you kind of have sick to. Sick Aussie. Yeah. We go to Mist Oh, this is, <laughs> this, this is, is interest- very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Turn of events here, guys. Mr. Stone and Von Wagner. This is from last week, apparently. And. <laughs> This feels like a, like a part out of a like TV show where the the girl is leaving or the guy's leaving and they're like, no, honey, please wait. I can change. Stop. Wait. Please stop. It was being this. Yeah, Robert Stone von. Wagner. So, Mister Stone's for weeks has been saying like, look, dude, you lose a lot. You suck. All you do is roar. The best thing about you is come Tuesday. Like, yeah, I'm leaving you, and you have to prove yourself. So, von lost. So here is Mister Stone. Me help. Yeah, let me help you. Help me. Mr. Stone says, hey, see, I'm leaving. And he's leaving and Vaughn is like, no, please, I'm ready to open up. See, I I always wanted to be in the WWE and be a wrestler and it's in my blood. My dad was a Beverly brother. Mr. Stone looks at him and goes, it's a start. And then they walk off together. Holy shit. It's taken this long to just say, hey, this guy's dad was a wrestler. I thought for a second he was gonna go, Ah, if it's good enough for Cody Rhodes, it's good enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just talk about how your dad was a wrestler. That's your gimmick. Let's go, Vaughn. So they're not split up.
0: I I'm ready to see what happens next. <laughs> All right, we're getting we're gonna have open Vaughn.
1: Open Vaughn? Yeah. Open what Vaughn. else is he gonna open up about? Yeah. Like his life, his dad was a busy wrestler. So the, his dad we did talk about this a bunch yeah, when we, he we, first yeah, came in, yeah.
0: Yeah, we've known he's uh his dad was a Beverly brother, but yeah, he's kind of saying, "All right, I'm ready to show more. I'm not going to be just the roaring big ape." His
1: dad Wayne Bloom. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I mean, um, this guy's got been on TV so many times but not really improved, not really like done a lot. So like I'm don't think this would be the thing that finally changes Vaughn.
0: No, but I think we've also said like what do you do without like what do you do with him next? So Yeah. Internet's just crapped out, but we can keep recording.
1: Oh no! It will pick back up. If... Hello, it's been just a day for this yeah. show. We survived. Reconnection success. Von Beverly, that should be his name. Von Beverly. Von Beverly. Von Beverly, that should be his name. Yeah, that would be good. I would. I would dig that. Uh, all right, we can move on here. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Oh, we get uh, Axiom. You want to wait a sec? No, I think we're live. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it says we're live. We're live, pal. It's been a hell of a night. What a night. What a WrestleMania. All right, well, I'm going to continue.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, we're going back to Axiom. to promo here. He's looking himself in the mirror, sort of, even though he's wearing a mask. Axiom says, when I look in the mirror, I don't see a man in the mask. I only see Axiom. And Axiom is my identity. And then it shows this comic book style of like a feud between him and Scripps and what's been going on there. And it shows that Scripps, you just want to create fear. You just want to intimidate. You think that you are my arch nemesis. Well, you're not. And says, (laughs) I will expose you and be done with you. Sincerely, Axiom.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in what he's saying here. Yeah. Uh, I think he, we're gonna have this match and Axiom's gonna do away with him pretty easily and move
1: on. No, I mean, I love the comic book. They went away from the math stuff and now it's just straight up comic book. We've seen this. Yeah, with...
0: It always looks cool when yeah. they do
1: that kind of graphics.
0: I'm thinking stuff. back to
1: Stardust and yeah. Pac and stuff like that, Stephen and Mel and stuff. But it looked like the chapters, right? Yeah. The, whoever did the effects. Remember when they had the Zia Lee one, the graphics mm. and cartoons and stuff? Like that was pretty cool too. So whoever's doing these, very impressive. We haven't seen it in a while. But superhero versus supervillain. Is this next week at spring breaking? Uh to they come, didn't no they, they didn't announce say. it so but they're in. selling it as a big superhero I just matchup. you
0: say superhero v supervillain it is except the supervillain is you know Professor Chaos yeah we said it's from... one of
1: the B C level ones is this just like uh one of my favorite comic books is the Ultimate Spider-Man where Spider-Man he's 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 beefing with Doc Ock yeah but then Craven the Hunter is like, keeps chirping at him, but then it turns out like Craven was a complete fraud. It took like one punch and he's out and he's like, Oh, you're just a TV. Like, you're just a yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. You're not a real bad guy. And then goes and deals with Doc. Doc, is that like what Scripps is? Or is the Scri- fake bad guy before the real bad guy? Right. Or is Scripps? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Butters? Butters. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's Scripps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is Scripps or like, is he just going to kick, kick Scripps with the, the golden ratio and, pin him like in seconds or is scripts going to flip the script and unmask axiom revealing maybe that he's a kid maybe that he's a kid
0: (laughs) i mean it it could be like axiom is incredibly talented and i think we know scripts is kind of circle soleil stuff i think they could put together maybe a pretty entertaining match it's just the script's character is so awful so funny um but yeah maybe maybe he does unmask him and goes proper (laughs) 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 <laughs> <super villain>.
1: <laughs> 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 Axiom? Axiom you say? Just like when the Riddler finds it? Yeah. <laughs> I could go off about superhero stuff but I this is ridiculous and I'm all for it. I'm just happy we're, he's not like yes, my I'll use my math and like he's moved away from that, he, right? He didn't do it a lot. Yeah. Like before he had it
0: was only really his vignettes before he started and once he started there's a few his Titantron like his, is still numbers his Titantron but, has numbers but
1: yeah. apart from that it's yeah we get a TikTok video of Sol Ruka and Danny Palmer and some of the new recruits that we've been seeing, including Tank Ledger, who comes in and everyone's celebrating and so happy for Tank that he's here wrestling in NXT, and they mentioned that Danny is gonna be making her debut soon and we will be watching. So
0: Yeah, I didn't this was another TikTok, right? Yeah. I didn't like this one quite as much as some of the others because it felt very it felt a lot more staged, because it's the camera's just there, and they're having a conversation about, oh, just good luck on your, yeah, next match and well done, tank. Um,
1: I mean, it was Sol Ruka and Danny practicing dances. Which they were is doing Everyone style. these days does. Yeah, I but, guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Like, what a world we live in with just tripods with phones like everywhere you go. Everywhere. It's just crazy. Uh, we go to welcome to the generation of Jade. Jade Cargill versus Gigi Dolan. Cora Jade. What did I say? Jade
0: Cargill. Oh
1: man, the generation of Jade. There's only one, and it's not Cora Jade. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Vic Joseph says uh, Cora Jade's delusional, and uh, I'm thinking I'm a little delusional because I'm like, oh, it's I wrote Jade Cargill, so good, good stuff. Uh, so Gigi is fired up at Jade here and just starts to beat her up and attack her. Um, and just keeps getting the best of Jade here. And J- Jade keeps trying to escape to like catch a, br- a breath, but Gigi throws her into the turnbuckle and then runs at her and hits the Bronco Buster on her. And then Jade again tries to get her with a move, but Gigi counters that and hits a backstabber for a near fall. And then Gigi starts hitting these like roundhouse kicks repeatedly and like knocking Jade down when JC Jane shows up on the apron yet again distracting Gigi gets in the ring. They fight on the outside and Gigi throws JC Jane into the commentary desk, <laughs> right into Booker T sending him flying Booker T down. And, uh, Gigi goes back in the ring. And this is every week now, this, right? This is a constant thing. Uh, DD, sorry, DDT by Cora, and she pins Gigi and wins the match, and then Gigi and JC fight, and JC runs off, but the real story here is, Book, are you okay? No, it's getting a bit, it's ridiculous, it's getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> this is Sean Ribbon in oh, every was week, right? I just going to say, it's to be Sean going, then, and then, all right, and then, then we'll throw, throw, throw a book. Throw It'll be right, I've told him. He okay. knows about it, he knows about it, really? <laughs> he must, because he sells it. He's selling he's it. He's a
0: worker, of course.
1: Oh my god, he sounded so mad. I <laughs> hope he. This is just a bit they're in on because this is this is a repeated thing now. Because
0: what we had it in the Gargano Walla match. right? Yeah. Was that the last time? Okay. I feel we've had it like
1: a few f- times. A f- Few
0: times, very recently. Yeah. Um. So let's keep an eye open on this. It's getting
1: a little watch. goddamn ridiculous around here. <laughs> <laughs> getting people thrown in. There, you could hear like Vic's like, "All right, like the match is over," so he's like. Hey, uh, we're trying to, you know, get things going. Book, are you all right? No, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Jade? Yeah,
0: the match was okay. Um, there was a really awkward moment where they were, like, just before throwing into Book, actually, where they
1: fell out the ring. It looked a little clunky. Um, but it was okay. I yeah, I couldn't say this really connected with me this one, No, not not really. But Jade has the mic, and she is interrupted right away. The lights go out, and there's smoke, and the bird lady appears on, like, the perch or something somewhere. And says, "Cora Jade, we will engage in battle." So she looked like
0: Elphaba from Wicked here. She looked like she was singing "Defying Gravity," just gravity exactly. Um, but yeah, we're finally going to the that match at Spring Breaken, right?
1: Yeah, she says the time of of talking is too much. The Bird Lady, your gimmick is Bird Lady, right? And you're telling someone they talk too much. The one thing you could have said is, "You know what, Cora Jade." You squawk too much.
0: Oh, <laughs> We are going to say, hush your beak.
1: Yeah, you, you stop your beacon. Stop it. Stop yeah. your beacon. But instead, you talk too much, and we're going to engage in battle. Mm. <laughs> Love the Bird Lady.
0: We need uh, Bird Person from Rick and
1: Moy to come bird in. Bird Person, Bird Man, <laughs> Bird Lady. Oh, yeah, get Michael Keaton in there. Yeah, yeah, get Michael Keaton entrance for one day. Bird Lady will have a WrestleMania entrance, and then Keaton will... <laughs> it's all the bird people. <laughs> <laughs> There's got the birds... I don't can't remember who's in that movie, but The Birds is up for like they're remaking Vertigo, Hitchcock Vertigo. Okay. I've been I stayed at that hotel. Okay. Oh the, the yeah yeah it's it's apparently Robert Downey Jr. who's in charge of this. this he's gonna be in it in okay. this Vertigo. But like Birds is something you think with special effects these days. You can everyone's scared of birds. Yeah. Everyone's scared of bird ladies like Cora Jade. Mm-hmm. So that match is. Oh, you've got the
0: Pierce Morgan bird lady as well.
1: Home Alone 2, yeah. Pierce Morgan. Yeah, he looked good in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that match is next. Again, I don't know if it's next week. I think, I think it I is. I think they said that's next
0: week. Uh, yeah. Spring break. And-
1: we go to Eddie Thorpe backstage being interviewed by Mackenzie. And she's like, hey, you know, how's it being here in NXT so far? He says, I've been everywhere. I've traveled the world to get here. I've slept in my car to wrestle. I just want to make my family proud and my friends proud. And people have like these stereotypical views of North American images and people. And that's when he's interrupted by Damon Kemp, who says, hey, I've just been watching you from afar. I want to say, keep up the good work, kid. And Thorpe is like, kid. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks. And then kind of, I imagine, setting up a match between the two. He's been watching him. He's yeah, done this Yeah, I'm actually
0: yeah. Um, more interested than, in this than what we've seen with Eddie Thorpe so far, we've just seen him against like jobbers really so far. And Damon Kemp, I think has, has been quite capable in this heel role on the mic and stuff. And I like his ring style very much. The kind of, you know, cut angle wrestling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Creed brother kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So I'm interested in this. I think it could be a good first, like proper feud for Eddie.
1: When they cut back to Vic being like, Hey, we're going to come back from commercial. Uh, Booker is still mad. He's just re-aligning himself, sitting down. He's like, oh, just furious. We then go to Big Daddy's, part two of the saga of Brooks Jensen. Now, correct correct us if we're wrong here, but Big Daddy's is the bar that Gallus goes Mm. to. But here they're saying Big Daddy's is the bar Fallon owns. Yeah. All right. Just so some continuity. Th- I think this is
0: the first confirmation that it's the same. We assumed
1: place. it was, but they never said that. So, so it, it's it's been. We're asking the hard hitting questions. So that's here.
0: why things have been better recently because Gallus have only recently come back, and therefore that's why They're Fallon's drinking. Fallon's business. Yeah, no one else in is Florida getting is a bit more that. successful now.
1: Right, big daddies. Yeah, a few listeners. And a few weeks sentences. ago, they
0: had Tony D, Stacks, and the Creeds there.
1: Yeah, true. They that was like. Us at Gabby's, yeah, selling out the bar. Yeah, those those guys. So we're at Big Daddy's. Fallon Henley and Josh Briggs. He walks in and is talking to Fallon. Like, look, I talked to him earlier today. He had, he wanted nothing to do with me. He was you know talking reckless. He was talking you know all this stuff. When Kiana James and Brooks Jensen walk into the bar, mm. he's still dressed ridiculous like the way he was was just before. I don't know. Is it an improvement? Is it a glow up? He looks good. He looks good. He the ponytail might need. He looked
0: it. good. I, he looked good just before this. Yeah, he was looking well. good before.
1: I the like the mullet. Like his middle
0: stage. Yeah, stage. the mullet
1: was good. The yeah. flow was nice. And I'm not taking the ponytail as much. It's hilarious, though, for the character. So Kiana and walk in and Briggs is like, oh, like, Brooks, you're here? Briggs says, look, that's that stuff you said to me earlier today. I, I, I know you didn't mean it. Brooks is like, yes, I did. I meant every word of it. Kiana just reminds me that I'm the star of this team. And Briggs, you're just jealous. You're jealous of me. You're jealous of our relationship. The same with you, Fallon. You're just, you're just jealous that I'm happy. That we're happy. So I'm here to lay out a challenge: spring breakin', mixed tag. Kiana and Brooks versus Fallon and Josh. Wow. And then Fallon, they accept and they say, well, if you got nothing else, you can yeehaw your bitch out of my bar. <laughs> and they walk out.
0: Yeah, I can't believe we're getting the match. Wow, already. this is real fast. This like- is
1: like, this is like the show you're watching. Like they had like three or four episodes left in the season. And then, abc's like nah actually we're cutting it all right can we at least like wrap it up quicker yeah just finish it off all right it does feel
0: like that because like how close these two have been you would think it's going to be like nah, i'm not going to fight him yeah like Briggs should be doing that no i'm not fighting I you. Fight you. but he's like yeah let's do it yeah, let's go next you. week <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm gonna teach you a little respect so he's like actually like you know what yeah I, I've been waiting for I mean, this, this for a while. I mean, this is
0: a singles match yet. And I guess Fallon and Kiana have been more at odds than
1: these two. But yeah, uh,
0: I don't think this is the, the pinnacle of this story. This yet. is my main event next week. But it is. This is
1: the main event next week. For us.
0: You know what I want to see with Big Daddies?
1: Is... They should do watch
0: parties. Well, you know like how DDP... Wasn't it, he owned the bar that like a lot of the wrestlers went to. Okay. And he was like, he'd start driving them home. and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. And then they were like, we'll train at my gym. So we started training at the gym and then became a wrestler. Yeah. We need that character. We've seen it with Hank, who's like the security. Okay. We need like the, we need the character who just start him out now, <laughs> where he's just always at the end of the bar sitting. Right, right. And then just have him as a regular. And then finally it starts building up you to bar, one, a one bar day regular. a bar fight. <laughs> And this guy steps in,
1: Doctor Fraser Crane, just and then steps he in. gets
0: his first match.
1: Norm, it's funny you say that because uh, on Wow Women mm. of Wrestling, which uh, everyone should watch, it's a great show. One of the fa- my favorite storylines this year in wrestling, maybe ever, is the heels like we're driving somewhere and their car breaks down, so they they call like a tow truck, and these the mo- this mother daughter tow truck drivers like help them out so they can get to the show, and they're like here's some free tickets to wow so the girls show up and they're like wow we're at like wow this is crazy but then they see the bad guys like are beating down on some good guys so they step in and now they're on the roster right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and they're the mother truckers they're actually a mother daughter they're actually mom daughter combo nice. which is crazy but like that's sto- the story that's the storyline yeah it's so it's so funny so i'm like yeah uh that could happen but big but big but right now we need to stick to like we're seeing brooks Jensen now in this business character with Kiana, teaming against his former friends. Yeah. I think Brooks and Kiana win. They should. Yeah, yeah, they should. And then brag about it and how business is up. And like, I think, I think Brooks and Briggs will figure things out eventually. But yeah. we've just got
0: to go through this stage. Yeah.
1: Is this, this isn't like the end of the, for these guys, right? Like he's got to, he's got to realize that this
0: is Brooks going through his teenage phase. Right. He's gotta realize she's I hate using you, mom, him. I hate you, Dad, and then like he'll come out the other side and like he'll come back.
1: Like is the joke gonna be like after a few weeks that like she realized or maybe, you know, Brooks gets pins and she realizes, you know what, I don't you're a loser, I don't wanna be with you. And you know, Briggs is like, see, you're doing this over a girl, like you you're just doing this over because you're
0: Well eventually Brooks should dump Kiana. Is that Whoa. like Brooks should be the one like, Oh, I'm over you, I've got bigger Things going on. We don't know. She could still be out of her business. He'll go with G. (laughs) He'll take the business with G. I don't blame him. She's been in the office the whole time. She knows the inner workings of that business, and they take an important character. He also buys Fallon's bar.
1: Big Daddy's becomes Big Brooks. You're you're going. You're going along. You're going to like really fast pace. The storyline well, is the way it went tonight. Yeah, yeah it's- like when's the wedding at this point? <laughs> like it's wrestling. We need the re- wrestling wedding. Like
0: oh yeah, we've got to have the wrestling.
1: B two will be the walk him down the aisle. Yes. <laughs> his dad, B two. Yeah, get Vaughn and his dad too in there. I don't know. Just all the dads. know. Anyway, this storyline is my main event next week. I don't know yeah. what's gonna happen, but uh, Brooks Brooks Jensen. Even though you're a heel right now, we're still in your corner. I, 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 he's not full heel yet, is he? He was pretty mean. If if me or you, each other, talk to each other the way he talked to Briggs today, that's not how but friends like, talk.
0: He's yeah, but man,
1: I, you know He's pissed.
0: Like Brooks and Briggs and Fallon. His top balls top. are in
1: her purse, yeah. man. <laughs> like he's you know he's a little blinded right now. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. So he's just got to work it out for himself, though. Yeah. I Think this is like Briggs any- will if Briggs really is his like. You know, big brother, he'll forgive it. Yeah. Anyways, Dijak and Apollo happened. Uh, <laughs> we're just more invested in this love yeah, relationship storyline than anything else here. But yeah, uh, that's happening next week and I'm excited.
0: Yeah, these two young upstarts on the developmental show, DiJack and Apollo Crews have a match.
1: Yeah, so hard justice. Dijak got the jacket back from Brock and he's fighting Apollo Crews here. Uh, you know what? This was pretty good. There's some suplexes back and forth where they're fighting. Apollo's got the... Risk control and hit some Germans on DiJack, who, of course, is pretty big here. When we come back from break, uh, Apollo counters Dijak out of the corner and hits a jumping blockbuster off the top for a two count. DiJack comes back and counters Apollo and hits the huge discus boot for a two. And the crowd is super into this, but Apollo kicks out. We've seen DiJack put people away with this recently. So uh, the crowd is super hot for this. Uh, Apollo lays out Dijak and goes for his standing moonsault. But Dijak moves while he's moving, like doing the moonsault, and catches him with a choke, and he sets up for the choke sa- slam, the, the hard justice, but Apollo kicks out of that as well. Apollo goes for something. Is it the, the powerbomb toss, the unnamed finisher? But Dijak counters that and eventually picks him up, racks him up for the feast your eyes, which Apollo's no uh, small cat either. Yeah, he so. got him off the turnbuckle. Yeah. It, right? Looked pretty cool here. And puts Apollo down for the one, two, three, feast your eyes. Dijack wins.
0: Yeah, this, this was pretty good. It it's it is a bit weird to watch a match like this in this era of NXT. Like, who really does this serve? These both have been these are both veterans at this point. Um and uh, but they are trying to heat up Dijack for this Ilya match. Um but wow, another like L for Apollo. Like he's yeah. Racking them up, isn't he? But no, yeah. I, I thought this these two had a... Uh, they both worked that athletic, big man style really well. And I, I did think it was pretty entertaining.
1: Yeah, it's like, what do you do with either of these guys yeah. at this point? Like, they're good. It's just nothing really has heated up, worked that well, I guess, character-wise. It's,
0: they've been sent back here for a refresh in NXT. And, and it was a to, weird and refresh. And to be able to, like, work better matches than they, they're able to do on main event or whatever. I guess but the refresh for both them hasn't worked character wise so you really go what do you do with these guys at this point because they are talented they're good wrestlers but it's it hasn't clicked
1: in the main roster and i don't think anything they've done here has really served to help them much like they've helped other people dijack has helped wes yeah. with that singles match a few you know months back that True. was great so
0: after and the, the Ilya match is going to be great.
1: Yeah, after this, Ilya Dragunov runs out wearing his all-black John Wick suit and attacks Jack and just starts slapping the taste out of his mouth. And it's a huge pull-apart, and we're going to get this match next week, I believe. Or I, I haven't announced this match for next week, but I maybe it's the week after that.
0: I think it's, it's next week. Yeah, I don't
1: know. So we then go to JC Jane. This is her walking out of the arena. She's in the parking lot. She should be careful. She says, if Gigi thought that I was done with her, well, that's just nothing. This is just the beginning. She forgot about me. Well, just like she forgot that when she was 17, she abandoned her baby brother. She left him for that mother's abuse. And Well, Gigi, you think you're a noble soul wrestling on the indies or couch surfing when your seven-year-old brother was fending for himself with your drug-addicted mother. Then gets in her car and drives off. What a mean, mean lady, this Jason. This one from zero to one hundred. I thought, yeah. Like, oh, okay. And not
0: used to really hearing. It's like, oh, damn. Things okay. on
1: WWE TV really get this bit, personal bit, and bit. Uh, yeah, a bit. Like I'm thinking back to like <laughs> any any time CM Punk's stories, there are always people like ah, MJFS, you know, like yeah, getting like nasty, just being mean. Uh, yeah, Gigi Dolan has been very like uh, open about like. Uh, her family and uh, she always is very like posting with her younger brother on social media and kind of has explained her story in the past. So it is interesting if you're aware that, that they brought that into the storyline, maybe the brother gets his, his debut. (laughs) It makes sense for the, for the story though, because the thing that's
0: like hurt Gigi so much is that she has let JC in. She let JC know all about this, and she, because she trusted her as a friend and now she's using it. Against them, so storyline wise, it it makes sense that she'll go this far. It's just yeah, not really used to watching it on this show where other people are fighting over universities and bars and yeah. enlightenment, and then suddenly it's like you ban and your seven year left him with your abusive
1: yeah, alcoholic. It's like, sorry, this just got real. Like, yeah. Oh, geez, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, like, I just watched the Terminator guy fight the guy who could see the future, mm. and now you're talking about, like, real stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, this took it, ba- took it back. I, to I
0: really liked the stuff with
1: uh, Gigi last week, though,
0: her vignette, um, kind of explaining everything. Right. So, um, yeah, I, this definitely has made it way more personal. This oh, game. yeah,
1: Gigi's got to beat the crap out, out of her. her yeah, yeah, she got to kill her after this promo. This was nasty. I, I thought JC sounded really unlikable, so yeah. she did her job for sure, but... Kind of cheap heat using that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's getting the story somewhat heated. Mm. You know, maybe next week, JC throws Gigi into Booker T. and (laughs) Things get even more out of control. We go to our next match. North American title on the line. The champ, Wes Lee, taking on Charlie Dempsey. William Regal Jr. here. Uh, Right before the match starts, when Wes is making his entrance, Drew Gulak, who's like Charlie's you know, manager, protege, or if you will, no, sorry, mentor. Uh, mentor, Charlie's the protege. He uh jumps the bell and attacks Wes when the ref isn't looking right before the bell rings and just puts the boots to him and throws him in the ring. And the ref is like, hey, Wes, are you, you good to fight? And he's like, yeah, I ring the bell. So Charlie then just runs at him again and is just beating down on him. Eventually, Wes starts to counter him and Wes showing just his speed and athleticism here, countering everything. He sends Charlie to the outside and hits a standing con just landing on him and landing on his feet. Like, it was absolutely light work. Just nothing. As they go to break, we come back. We see Wes has got some sort of uh, bloody mouth. It's probably from one of these nasty European uppercuts that Dempsey keeps hitting him with and then just grinding him down. He does this arm jerk that Wes sells like he took like a DDT on his head, spiking him, and then another one sending him into the turnbuckle. And then Charlie is just like um beating down him. There's more uppercuts. Booker T's going off about evil Knievel and all sorts of weird stuff. Uh, Wes starts to fight back, but then again, gets grounded with a dragon screw and then a beautiful butterfly suplex, just like his father. Mm. William Regal always used to do that. And then a German with a bridge, but Wes kicks out and then another and Wes kicks out. Finally, uh, Wes fights back. There's a series of kicks and then like a jumping, flying Enzigiri, which sets up for the cardiac kick and Wes connects and puts Charlie Dempsey down for the one, two, three and retains the North American title. But drew after the match attacks him yet again here. So I imagine we're going towards that match in the future, but I know Wes has been on this like hot streak lately. Like I mentioned that die Jack match, that five way match. Like Wes has absolutely been killing it, not taking anything away from him, but Charlie Dempsey, like William Regal's kid got it going on. He's kind of legit.
0: Yeah. He, he looked fantastic here. They did some, Really nice, just like chain wrestling at the beginning. And then these, uh the suplexes from Dempsey, especially yeah. he did this, this German with a bridge, like right into the European clutch. Yeah. Which looked really nice. Like, I'd love to see him tie it up with Zack Sabre Jr. one day. You know, I think that could be
1: excellent. Is this guy retiring, Brian Danielson?
0: Dempsey? Sorry, Daniel Bryan? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but Wesley as well, man, this, this whole open challenge thing has been so good for him. And I think it's kind of, like, thinking about it might make him one of the best North American champions we've ever had. Yeah. He's had so many great matches with this title. I always think the open challenge thing works really nicely for baby faces. It gives everyone such an opportunity to have, like, a, a great competitive match and really puts the championship and the champion over. Um, I think we're seeing the same with, like, Orange at the moment. With with that title yeah. in AEW, and we've seen it in the past. Obviously, the Cena US title run is one people remember. But I think he's he's been doing a really great job with this, and this puts another like very solid uh, match on Wesley's list from this year. Yeah, and then going to Drew after
1: like that's going to be great Which too. Will be great so as yeah, well. but yeah, uh, Wes, I still see big big things for him now. Like just been on this crazy run. Would love to see him on the main roster. There's so many different guys that. I think not only could he hang with, but maybe even outshine that are already on the main roster. But Dempsey, being such a young up and comer here, like this was his first like long serious. He's a title match, right? Like this is this was good, Uh, and I was really impressed from him. He's got like the the mean mug, and he's got the wrestling just like his dad. So I'm in, and I think he should be the one to to finally retire (laughs) Danielson because that will happen. You'll come back. I'm trying to see how old he is. He's got to be super young, man. He's
0: Yeah, he's good, though. I do Dempsey like
1: versus like a lot of guys down the line will be something uh, for sure. I see big things. For both these guys, Wes, yeah, great match. Maybe my match of the night because I don't know. I really love that opener as well.
0: It was a strong night for wrestling, I yeah. thought, in NXT.
1: Well, we go from that, Wesley retaining. We now go to some sort of Italian restaurant somewhere. Cue the, the Godfather knockoff music because Tony D and Stax are having a dinner meeting and uh, they're talking about how Pretty Deadly attacked them last week and beat them up and uh, Tony, Tony lost his hat. His hat got wrecked.
0: His hat got destroyed.
1: And he said, uh, you know, Uncle Carmine gave me that hat. <laughs> and he says, these guys want to fight us? Stax says, "What streets have they ever even been down? What are we going to do to them, huh, Tony, huh? What are we going to do? We going to do like we always do. We going to take him down to the docks, huh? We going to we going to take care of them, leave them." And Tony says, "Yeah, remember that time with Paulie Montgomery?" And Stax goes, "Yeah, yeah, I remember. The big freezer. Yeah, yeah. So wait. Are you thinking what I'm thinking?" "Yeah, I am. They want to play rough, huh? Well, the glove's going to come off." We're gonna have ourselves good old fashioned trunk match as Tony D as Tony D quotes, yeah, a trunk match. Old school Paisan style. And then Stax and him laugh, and they go, Oh yeah, it's gonna be a long night and a long drive for pretty deadly.
0: Tony D has had a lot <laughs> of gimmick matches so far in NXT, hasn't he? Oh, he man. had the recent prison. Match with Dijak. yeah yeah yeah. He had like a crowbar on a pole, pole match, didn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: He's now having a trunk
1: match. He had like a. F- he mob- was in
0: war games. <laughs> like,
1: did they have a boat match? No, they just were on the boat, right? Yeah, with he's Santos. had a few. Man, this was pretty funny. This was funny. Uh, you- I, sorry. Yeah, you know, I had to. I had to look up who uh, who Pauly Montgomery is. I was like, is this like a mob character I'm not familiar with? When it's the real shoot name of Pauly Shore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so maybe there's a little joke there, but yeah. Must be exhausted. Exor- Do you reckon they just
0: all the time, like the cameras aren't even rolling and they're still. T- Remember that time when my other uh, family member
1: did Fat this? Tony thing, and, and then Ralph. Paulie did
0: this and Ralphie on <laughs> <and> this.
1: Vito. <laughs> just nonstop. Imagine these guys like never watch Sopranos. Griffo. They're just like, this is just like our gimmick. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. This was pretty funny. I'm excited for the trunk match. I'm excited yeah. for the
0: trunk match. Why NXT is on a roll right now. It this is. It was a
1: great episode. We then go from that to a vignette, and it's just a camera like outside somewhere, like in the middle of the day in like a field. And we see like a TV getting thrown and smashing. And then, a, oh yeah. And then like <laughs> a keg. And then a, another TV. And then a giant couch. And then it cuts to this giant big motherfucker. What is this guy's name? Oba Femi? Oba Femi. Oba Femi, who's debuting next week as he just looks at the camera all menacing. He threw fucking sofas across okay, the Okay, hold fields. on a second. He did not throw that couch. He that's cat. It's I'm like sorry.
0: Couch like outside. Just like launch. I'm it.
1: totally believing a guy can throw a couch, but the angle of it was like they threw <laughs> that off a fucking roof. That's that's <laughs> some bullshit. No, he didn't throw that one. That was that was not <laughs> That was not a shoot throwing of a couch, but yeah, this guy's gimmick is he breaks stuff. So I hope he comes he out to Olympus next week. He wants week. to throw it. Yeah, uh, I don't know much about this guy, but he's big and he's he big. throws stuff. So if he does that to things, can't wait to see what he does to people. Gonna right? see him throw uh, Miles, Odyssey Jones. Yeah, he well he was thrown tonight, but yeah, yeah throw he's gonna throw again. someone. Throw him into Booker. He's <laughs> Yeah, whatever you're going to throw, throw them in the booker next week. <laughs> we go to our somewhat of a main event, the Grayson Waller effect. Grayson Waller, you know it's time for a Grayson Waller effect when he goes live on Instagram. It's that or he's in front of someone's house when he's live. Uh, he, he starts off by saying, uh, next week is spring break and it's going to be a while. There's title matches, there's big matches, there's a trunk match, whatever that is, he says. It's a big laugh. He then brings out Carmelo Hayes, the NXT champion, who comes out with Trick, and they're looking fire. They sit down, and Waller says, like, hey, Melo, I'm so happy that you guys are here. But, you know, you're talked about. You're the champ. But everyone keeps talking about me and how I should be the champ. And it seems like, for once in a while, it's the title that needs me. Like, I don't need the title Title needs me because I'm the bigger star than you and you're the champ. And Mello is like, no, that's, that's incorrect. Sorry. Like everyone's talking about me and Braun. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if they are. I mean, you didn't steal the show. I did in that Mm -hmm. unsanctioned match. He then says that, you know, we're going to read some questions from the crowd and the audience because it's got like tickers with those fake like quotes. I thought I saw one from Fire Frank the Tank that said like Grayson Waller's great or something like that. Um, but, It says, we got some questions. What does it mean that you are him? Like, are you, what do you mean? Are you uh, a loser? Are you like, and Melo's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Does it
0: stand for he is mediocre?
1: Yeah, he is this. And Trick is like, dog, like, you just a hater. (laughs) Which got me laughing. And... He says, "No, no, no!" And Trick is like gets up and is like about to beat him up, and the crowd is hot, like "Whoop that Trick!" And Mello shuts it down, like "Hey, no fighting here tonight." Come on. There's
0: a, a heckler or something as Trick like interjects here, and he just turns right away. And so like casually, but naturally, is like, "Hey, don't be hating on Trick." Yeah, shut and up. then just continues. Yeah, and
1: so funny. Dealt
0: with it so nicely.
1: Yeah. Uh, he then calls uh, Grayson Waller a snake, and then. Uh, he, Mello says, you know, we're not going to fight here tonight. And says, Waller, like, sorry, like, you're just not that guy. And says, you know what, Waller, though, let's let's put up a banner. You want to talk about my banners and my jerseys? Let's put up – I got a banner for you, Waller. And stands up and points at the Tron and says, I want this banner of Waller's accomplishments. And then nothing happens. And he goes, oh, yeah, there isn't any because you don't have any. And Waller says, yeah, well, how come people are saying I stole the show? And Mello says, You stole the show. You got, you're a six out of 10, just like all the girls you pull. And Waller says, Come on, mate. I got an Australian accent. Come on. <laughs> he knows the game shark, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? British or Australian? What does, what does bigger numbers on the board there? What's like, what's more of the game shark? Is Australian even more like. Uh- I, I know, know British accent means old money, though, so, like, <laughs> it's, like, more proper. I found, uh I've definitely found in, like, the southern
0: states the yeah. British
1: accent works very well. I'm sure the
0: Aussie doesn't, doesn't work, work here. here anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to just start go- going, oi, mate. <laughs> well, uh he says, uh, I got an Australian accent, so, you know, that's wrong. And says, Mello, you know, there's a draft coming up. Why don't you... uh Give me that title, and then you can hit up MVP, and you can help carry Omos's bags. <laughs> the crowd go oh, and Mello fires back and says, "Yeah, well."
0: He also says you will be the same height as them.
1: <laughs> as uh, Mello fires back and says, "Yeah, well, I'm sure Logan Paul will be looking for a guy to dress in the Prime costume," <laughs> and the crowd goes oh. And he goes, "Yeah, well, if I did that, I'd still be more relevant than you." And he goes, "No, you will never be more relevant than me." He goes, "I'm I'm known for making viral moments, and next week, Mello, I'm going to beat you, and at the end of the night, I'm going to do a golden shoey over your prone body as I hold up the title and new." And Mello says, "Yeah, well, that's not going to happen because next week I'm going to take that shoey. I'm going to take your shoes and they'll be up in the power lines as I Retain the title, and still, as they stare at each other here.
0: I loved as Mello was finishing. It was like uh, he knew i was going to try and get the last word, yeah and he just put his hand on top of his mic. Yeah, we said and still. Um, yeah, good, like both these guys are, are really great talkers, so it's it's pretty fun to see them go at it now. Um, almost feels like you could build this up maybe to a bigger match. I guess Bronn and uh, Mello down the line going there again is the big match. They may be building too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought this was pretty good. I, I think both um, Waller we say every week is just, is so great in this position. And I, I think putting in the kind of thing with the draft, it does make you think, oh, well, if they suddenly were like, Hey, actually we want Mellow on SmackDown. Now there is the, the chance for a title change and ending this thing early. Um, so I don't think it's, Completely a done deal that Melo's winning next week.
1: I mean, it's it's got to be just because this like he's been the guy here, and mm-hmm. they got to push that. But honestly, C- Grayson is the one who. This is a, a type of thing with the Instagram Live and all that. That's something they should be doing on the. Melos. I liked
0: his uh, like trying as he was coming up. It was all these hashtags, but it was like. The sexiest boy, the real heartbreak kid. Yeah,
1: hashtag. You know, uh, it was ev- all like yeah. Johnny
0: Gargano and Shawn Michaels stuff.
1: Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, like, I don't know if this is the best. Like, this episode was really good and it had a lot of good wrestling. I I understand this is the main event next week, kind of a big mm. bigger show. So I guess this was the way to end it. But it kind of was like, oh, and that's they didn't fight, right? No one got put through a table, right? Yeah, it like, wasn't.
0: No, I I know what you mean. Yeah. it was, but it was. I thought it was a good talking segment yeah. with these two. Uh, I I really enjoyed this week. Actually, I thought it was very solid. Some really good in ring stuff, and I thought the the out of the ring stuff was pretty entertaining too. That that Duke and Bron segment, this this main event, um, and I uh, and Nathan Fraser's new show.
1: <laughs> you know what? I like this episode. It had a lot of good wrestling, and definitely keeps me happy. You started the show with a pretty sweet like three-way tag match which got me like already in a, in a better mood when you, when i start the show and then on top of that i got uh obviously my brooks jensen josh briggs kiana whole thing going on i love selfishly love that but you're right a lot of the out of the ring stuff was good including that stuff i mean maybe that wasn't i just love that stuff but uh the Braun duke hudson stuff that was really killer i i liked grayson and, and mellow as well but the wrestling definitely like wes and Charlie was was great, too. So, yeah, I was I was a lot higher up on this episode, especially being a little wrestled out still with WrestleMania fatigue. But it it kept my attention and I'm I'm excited for next week with spring breaking, which uh, has some matches that I can go through right now. Mm -hmm. Carmelo Hayes taking on Grayson Waller. You're saying Grayson's going to take it.
0: No, I'm just saying (laughs) there is that seed (laughs) of doubt now with the draft coming up. Okay, but I I do think it's mellow.
1: Yeah, mellow for sure. Uh, Andre Chase versus Braun Breaker.
0: Sorry, but it's going to be going to be brawny
1: Uh the trunk match um I'm going to say Tony D and Stax. I'll go pretty deadly. Just because they have the new the new like the new edge. edge to them. Yeah, yeah, they're angry pretty deadly, pretty angry. <laughs> pretty uh, angry. <laughs> Indy Hartwell versus Roxy versus Tiff. Uh Indy. I think so too. Too early to t- to change titles unless all the stuff people have been saying is true. She's just a beatable champ like mm. Tiff said. Uh, bird Lady versus Cora Jade. I think Bird Lady. I think it's like I like Bird Lady over Cora Jade, but Cora Jade's been running her mouth. I think she's gotta All right. get those climb those ranks back up. Brooks Jensen and Kiana versus Josh and Fallon. Brooks and Kiana. Yeah, I say the same thing. Uh and Oba Femi versus your TV. <laughs> 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 or your couch or whatever blender you uh, break. Again, book a Booker, booker boobie boobie T. Do, t- so <laughs> <again>. <laughs> Uh so that's spring breaking. I'm not sure if they're adding Dijack and Ilya, but there is potential uh at this time. You could do changing. that the week
0: after as the yeah. main event or something. There's a few other storylines. That's, that's already quite a lot of matches. Next yeah,
1: week. there's a few storylines that are like continuing on that mm. I would imagine we get the like fallout from the, the following week. So yeah, that's spring breaking, so uh can't wait to, to spring break next week. Spring break forever. Yeah, shall we go to some feedback? Yes, go for it.
0: Yeah, on the, we post feedback every week on the Poison Runner Facebook group. Um, as a, some, that man is flying off in the background there <laughs> on his bike. Uh, we go to Fire Frank who says, Book, are you okay? No! Congrats, Brooks, on becoming a man. He doesn't need those fake friends. Can't wait for the trunk match. How come no birdcage match for Cora versus Bird Lady? Time to go spring breakin'.
1: Bird cage match. Bird That's cage. T- that sounds terrifying. You're stuck in a giant bird cage. What with, um, Robin Williams and with Nathan <laughs> Blaine. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> great, great effing movie. We go to Megan. I wonder if Megan's seen Bird You should watch it, Megan. It's a good movie. Megan writes a solid go home show for Spring Break, and Wesley continues to be a consistent with his NA title defenses. The Roxanne Indy Tiff Triple Threat has plenty of. Agendas going into it. Indy wants to cement her title reign. Roxy wants it back, and after overcoming anxiety, and Tiff wants the title to stroke her ego. And the mellow Waller promo was solid. DiJack and Dragonov should be at Battleground. Yes, if they have not announced it for next week, but I guess that's a, that's a way away. That's about
0: five, six weeks away. Yeah, a long it? time. So whether so you can hold off, to possibly
1: not, but yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks guys for writing in. Mm. That was NXT. That was up next. Like I said, next week is spring break, and so we'll be here as we always are on Tuesday nights, live as soon as it ends, ten fifteen Eastern time on the Post Wrestling YouTube, and then uh, up wherever you found this sweet, sweet podcast.
0: And if you haven't already. Follow us on youtube.com slash at Pod because you're going to be going live tomorrow yeah. with uh, Jordan Goodman and Steve Grows Weed for an episode <laughs> of Detox. And then uh, you're going to be taking a break this Sunday, but I'll be joined by uh Tree for nice. a for uh, an episode of Poison Rana. So 2 p.m. on that feed, or you can find it later in your podcast app. Um, where we'll be talking about all of the news from this week in the world of wrestling.
1: Yeah, and I can't wait to hear your, you and B's thoughts on our boy, Gringo Loco on Ring of. It's oh, gonna be the yeah. first new Ring of Honor. Other than I watched the pay per view, so I right. we, we bought the pay per view, so I did watch that. But Thursday night, Gringo versus Vikingo, amazing on Ring of Honor. Absolutely checking that out. That's our boy. We're watching him next week at Demand Lucha in Toronto. I know it's next week now. Yeah, yeah, no. next Thursday night. I know a lot of our listeners go to those shows now too. So. Don't be shy. Say hello. You have before in the past. We love you guys. So yeah, Uh, Toronto fans, again, Forbidden Door weekend. We are cooking some stuff up. So follow this space for everything. But this summer, there's a lot of big wrestling events. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing SummerSlam. We're going to be doing all in it. We're going to be everywhere. So follow our space. We can't do these podcasts without you guys listening and supporting. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Poisonrana.ca for the links for everything that we do, including the Patreon and all the free shows and yada, yada, yada. And guys, we had our Instagram taken down. And then we got a new one. And we've only got like 200 followers. So please, at PoisonRonnaPod on Instagram. I know you use it. Go right now. Open it. Send me a DM. Send me your memes on the Instagram. But I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D,
0: And you can find me at Davey Portman.
1: That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And we'll see you at spring break. hoy! Oh